We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a man. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing They got to stay at home That was a jump, but good morning. What you do? Welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I didn't you touch anything. It. You've started. I've morning, done something. No, hey, how you good. doing? Good, thanks, buddy. How are you? Good, good, good. We are ready for a big show Saturday morning. Are your headphones in? 
Well, they are. They are now. They're working now. What a start. you got to wiggle it round in the hole to get it to work. Yes, most yeah. definitely. So, uh, so they're working now, so we're all good. Oh, beautiful. Let me line this out up because something happened there. And there well, we go. You jumped the table. Yeah, something went wrong. Mate, how good was that rain? Beautiful. And you look outside the uh, studio window this morning and you have that uh, blasting sun in our eyes. <laughs> Dave, put a bloody curtain up. <laughs> a curtain? Set the blinds. We'll, re- we'll re- bring our uh, old bed sheet and just nail it to the frame. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. The old Kelso curtain. Yeah, yeah, that'll do the job perfectly. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it'll be beautiful there. So, mate, what an awesome uh, little bit of rain we had, which got everything flowing. Yeah, nothing too out of control. I no. think um, uh, if you listen to most reports, it was going to be a lot more. Um, there was all, sort of, all sorts of things going on. Once it had passed through, it was going to do a U-turn and come back and then do a figure yeah. eight and... And hover over the top of us. But some beautiful rains down over Faust and down through Mackay. They got a little bit of flooding down there. They did, and Faust Uh, uh, is absolutely going off this morning, as we spoke about before the show. Some of the reports from the lads I know down at Airlie and stuff like that. 20, 30 a day? A day. And not um, and the the guys that are doing it, Nolsey and those boys, are are fairly um, honest because they're getting their 20, 30 a day, Hmm. but they're, they're only getting three or four meteries in that too, which is still good, don't get me wrong. Mm-mm. Nothing wrong with that. But they're not, oh, we got 24 or 30 a day and 29 of them were over a metre. No, it's been going off. And uh, I think Snaggy and Snoz, Noz were down there and they, uh, yep. show listeners, they got into the 20s and some meteries. And That's fantastic, so isn't it? Faust was going off. And when uh, some of the photos I've seen the boys have sent me over the week, yeah. um, just about every little drain that runs into Faust was pumping water out and they were just sitting at the front of them. And why wouldn't they be? Slow rolling big soft paddle tails through Lordy. So, uh, so yeah, it's been... And their wheels have been going off as well, obviously. Our have been going off, yep, yep. Just remember um, that you do need a SIPs permit in our weirs and fisheries have been up and down there um, checking on it. Yes, um, good. And have also been on the bottom side of Aplands because yep. that is fresh and you're not allowed to target barras on the bottom side, so... No. No. So fisheries have been there. Um, I, don't, I haven't heard of any fines being handed out, but no. uh, I've heard of them. They've been there. Um, You're baiting checking. me. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, don't you think they should do it? What's that? Go there and just um, make sure they got their sips. and. Of fish- course. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. definitely. And uh, some uh, some lads at the bottom of the wall rescuing a heap of barras that yeah. come over the wall. and. Yep. Very good. Stunned themselves. Um, yes, the evidence of um, of uh, the fish size in in the top of our main Townsville yeah. um, dam is uh, huge. Is, is uh, fish well over a metre? Yes. So um, so that's a really really good sign. Well, sadly, we've lost a few, not from going over, but I think from when the gates opened and just the sheer power force. Yeah, it'd um, be fairly traumatic for a fish getting sucked through there. Incredibly traumatic. Yeah. There's some pretty serious um, pressure but, uh, through there. But, yeah, a lot of the creek systems around have been flowing really nicely. Yeah. So uh, we're, uh, I think we still need uh, another bit of a backup good rain um, probably closer to February. Yeah. You know what? Uh, and we will get it. Yeah. As much as we love waiting for the 1st of February, yeah. I still hope for another really good rain event which makes the creeks full of sticks and... Well, and, uh, just so it keeps everyone out for another extra two or three weeks. For sure, but the only problem we got then is a slaughter. Yeah, and it does. We've seen it time and time again. For some reason, Mother Nature sort of throws throws that bit of wet where the weirs flow over right on the first of February, second, third of February, and then um, 
and the yeah. fish just copping absolute hiding. Because obviously, as much as the, the big freshies, which are worth nothing apart yeah. from, you know, looking yeah. and, and nostalgia, um, are going one way, people don't realise that you've got, or not everyone realises that you've got the salties coming up the other way. So at the bottom of Aplands, for instance, yeah. when you're fishing there, it's a 50-50, 50% of freshies, but there's 50% of salties. And beautiful salties, they're, they're exactly the same. So And they're eating, they're, they're doing everything they can, and they want yeah. to drop their eggs, and so they're in absolute crazy mode, and um, and and they can cop real pounding, unfortunately. Yeah. So I, I, I would hope that it would... And then someone... Um, a few years ago, not someone, many, many people said we need to have a moving close season. And I thought, well, that's a great idea. The golf do it. The golf closed a, a month earlier than us. Yeah. They were well, in October. Well, the people want to dictate when ours close. It's always going to close on the on the start of November. Mm. First of November it closes. Whether it opens on the, the 1st of February or whether it opens on the 12th of February dictates what the rains have done because that's what we don't want we don't want to throw three months of hard work away um just for all of them fish to absolutely get slaughtered once once that so someone said well why don't we have a moving one move it around so that that, that, that we can avoid that from happening and and with me saying that i'm a person who keeps barramundi i love them and i look after my family with it so that's not what that's about That's, that's not what it's about i'm not pretending here for one second that oh you shouldn't catch the fish no I'm I'm yeah. putting you in my esky and I'm taking you home but there's a limit yeah it, it like some um, walls and barrages around the northern part of Australia have got um, exclusion zones you can't fish within a hundred meters or yeah um, some have you're only allowed to use a sing like a single hook no trebles on your lures and yes all sorts of stuff so um, yeah. but our, ours is fairly um, it doesn't runneth over. Um, that runneth. much, yeah. Do you like that? I like that. Um, it's a little bit fancy they, for this show. Yeah, it is, mate. They, it doesn't run over um, all that, but when it does, it gets a fair bit of pressure. But yeah. as it does, because it's bloody good fishing when they go off. It's, it's not my sort of fishing. No, I can't handle. No. I, when I was a young fella, sure, I could be shoulder to shoulder with a thousand other people, but I couldn't think well, of anywhere. What, worse what used to, to annoy me when the season opened and Aplands was still going over um, was standing on the rocks or trying to find because. A, a spot that had a rock if yeah. the water was going over it um, standing there and then throwing my lure out and slow winding it back to me and then bringing in five bony brim under floats or five little tarpon under floats yeah, yeah. back with my lure sorry sorry, sorry mate uh, sorry sorry. Yeah. Sorry. sorry unhooking them and then throwing them out and then bringing them all back in again yeah, so yeah. well I, them days when i was like um 1920 that's when i first fell in love with the rinoski the rinoski shads and and at that stage they, they were going out they, 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 yeah. were, they were even then becoming hard to find and uh there was a um there was about 20 packets over at tackle shack on yep. tackle shack's wall and uh i brought every single last one of them and um and uh, yeah absolutely incredible they were awesome rinoski. now i have a um a, a nice little stash alicia and i um we brought through pat we found there was some in darwin i think there was and we ordered them in and now i haven't got the heart to use them i use them very very how many you got 30 40 they they had a range of good sight like they had the tiny Heaps. little Renonski. Yep. Then at seven to seven, I used to sell this. I think it was about six, 150 mil or the, so. Yeah, but. It was a big fella. It was a big fella. And if I knew then what I knew now, like that, they're a perfect one to pimp up. Because oh, imagine ton- that at Faust. Oh, 
Absolutely incredible. And speaking of Lee Sharon, I've got to give him a big shout out. He's got his um, his uh, I, I've I've joined a little muck around friendly barra tournament um with me and seventeen other lads. Um, uh, Ryan Tully's part of it as well, and whatever. And it's just called Barra King and Queen 2023. So, and it's just a um just a fun thing with um a few lads. We've all got a nickname. I've got Tic Tac, Tic Tac Toe. <laughs> and I'm like, well, people are going to think Tic Tac for my manhood. Can we change this? <laughs> no. Well, no. either either is it's true. Th- yeah, yeah, and Ryan's... Um, so what have you got to do? Um, just uh, catch barrows and put them on the on on the brag mat, and um, and Lee um, the day before the season is going to put up a um a, a something that's got to be in the photo, whether it be a pencil, a peg, or a CD, or whatever. A toe. A toe. <laughs> you take that. Yeah, Oi, this is a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, um, you take that photo and, and put it in, and then um, you have... Um, Marty hasn't put his big toe on the brag mat. Yeah, yeah. It's, that we, it's disqual- we disqualify this It's fish. illegal. I'll put, yeah. my, I'll put my fake toe on, my strap-on toe. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, it's just going to be a good, fun thing, and, um, and oh, we'll, see awesome. what, we'll, we'll see what eventuates. Mate, from Goldfield it, Ashes are on. They the are. Lads my, are all up there my, uh, playing away. Yeah, my boss is there. Crimo's up there, yeah. so that'll be good. He'll have a paddy wagon just following him around. As they do. Um, yep. And morning to uh, the wheat gutted slog boys. Or flogs, I'll call them. The flogs, yeah. They, uh, I actually played my first game of indoor cricket on Wednesday night. Beautiful. Um, so it was really good fun. Fielded to get back. well, batted awfully. Uh, field and bowled well. Yeah. Batted terribly. The worst part about my batting, like the team we played, the weak gutted slogs, yeah, uh, part of Power One Hundred. Boo. And. Um, the advertising team. Oh, from, they would have heard the start of our show and gone. <laughs> and the the <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> The advertising team from here, Ray, um, and it was on at the start. The uh, sledging had started before we'd even walked out onto the cricket pitch. And, yes. And uh, bowled well. I bowled well, but batted terribly to Ray. He got me out a thousand times. I was hopeless with the bat. That, and that would frustrate you. I was, mate. I was angry as because after two and a half months, I thought I'd at least be able to get it out of the middle of the bat, but no. no. So well done, boys. They did well. Good luck up at uh, the towers too. So, Good so man. yeah, they uh, they they beat us, which was really embarrassing. But I, I did I did say to Ray, I won't pop, go hard on him. Well, good so, for you. See, so, you've just been fair. Yeah. That, so next game we play next time. You put your. I'm going to have a go, on. Ray. I'm going to have a real go. So. Bloody oath. But it was good to get back on the pitch. It was um, nice to have a game and paying for it today. Yes. A bit stiff and sore from uh, running around, but it was good. So, very good, mate. Weather's cleared up. Um, crabs are around. They are. They are running. They are, and, um, yeah. and some really, really uh, chockers ones as well. Not many empties at the moment, so the boys are saying. Yeah. And um, right when the start of that rain came, because before that, if you listen to a lot of people, they, they were scarce. They were really, really hard to come by. And then that little bit of... Um, Moisture and boom. And wait, they went. Scotty from Crabber. Yep. He uh, messaged and said, get out there, get Crabber, and they'll be going after all the rain we're getting up here. So, For sure. So uh, I'm still tinkering around with my boat. Yes. Because I have a new toy on its way. On its way? For my boat. I'm upgraded. Well, I haven't. no, I haven't upgraded because it's not an upgrade. I've just 
Put new electric on. Newer electric motor. I've got a Min Coda coming from the lads. Min Coda. Min Coda from Jarvo. Yep. Heading up. So thank Beautiful. you, Joe. We'll have Jarvo on at nine o'clock to have a little chat about um, yeah. hummingbird and stuff today. So and Min Codas have a have a knack. They, they, for for three hundred and fifty days of the year, they'll run perfectly. But on the three hundred fifty first, when the start of the tournament, that's when they'll go. I'm oh, done. Remember, I had that trouble. I had trouble with my remote in in one of the comps, and I had to try and use the phone app. Yes. Um, and it was flogging down rain Ugh. and the water getting on my phone screen and then when the phone screen turns itself off, you've got to turn your phone back it, on. Nightmare. It was a, it was a freaking nightmare. But I've I done the best thing ever um, because of you and i done. I had to – because my remote. And inevitably they do. That's one little yeah. flaw of regardless of who yeah. makes them. The remotes do play up. And um, I thought, well – uh, there's 50 different functions on my on rem- my remote. Out of that, six of them I only Don't ever be, use. Yeah. The others I, I never ever use. And you said, well, I bought one of these little baby sort of yes, equivalent to micro. a co-pilot, the yeah, micros. The little micro remote. So I'm going to – and now I absolutely love it. I've got the big size yeah. one. And I'm not, nah, not going to have that big thing dangling off. So I just – Bloody put the micro on, and it's so much more comfortable. Yes. It does everything. It's got rabbit left, right, up, down, sh- y- whatever yeah. I want. It hasn't. Yes, you don't need all that. And other the last stuff. time I used Jog or Revert or all of this, it's just, I just don't use it. So I'm like, no, nah, the micro is absolutely perfect. Plus, it's half the price of re- yes. buying a. And 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 that hurts the hip pocket. Well, it's over five hundred dollars for a mm. new proper remote. But yep. I did look at the iLink. Instead of the i remote. Have you got the i link coming? No. I, I just, I, I thought. You need no. to warrant that. Yeah. There's a big price difference with yeah. it. So I just went normal. And for those who don't know, with is i link is a whole new computer setup for your iPilot. Um, it, it, what it also allows you to do mm-hmm. is um, control it from your sounder. Yes. So the remote comes up on your sounder screen and you can do it off there but i just went standard i've just got a standard 80 pound coming the thing is you can always upgrade yeah i can always buy the iLink yeah um to to do it but marty i'm like you there's so many features like i never put a track in and then it follows it or no and maybe we should we're not saying that we don't use it because it's crap we're saying we just don't use it don't use it and that may be to our yeah downfall like maybe if we're luring a, a timber laden bank that you actually plot a little track and then you just sit back and lure hmm. instead of trying to steer away from the bank and yeah. it might be something that we uh, we look into but yeah that's on its way very um, good how exciting so i've got me old i'm tidying up me old one to put that on the market what is it of. so if anyone's chasing an 80 pound 80 pound 4 inch 24 volt um, iPilot. Yep, beautiful. Works, or, works fine. Nothing wrong with it. I just it's four years old, four and a half years old. Yep. So went. You still get good money for that. Yeah, I think so, mate. I might get ten dollars fifty, mm. eleven bucks, mm. twelve if I'm push it. No, so in a serious world, I think anywhere between thirteen and fifteen. I think is a fair. I think so. I'm not too greedy, so. Yep. So yeah, it. I'll put. And that. for our show listeners today, five hundred dollars. Fuel voucher with Fuel it. Fuel voucher, thanks to Mick <laughs> thanks from Motorco. Motorco, if you buy my Minkota today. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's been uh, a really, um, really cool week. I, uh, I 
redoing the floor under the nose of my boat. Yes. Um, and Chris over at Fibre Finish, I've got some of his new Thermalite that uh, they're using. A new one, again. There's, he's got a new one um, that I've put under there, or I'm in the process of cutting it in mm-hmm. to put it under there, and um, I had to beef it Very all up. Very good. I had to beef it all up under there um, because over the last two years with two... Um, 12 volt deep cycle batteries just mm. tucked up under the nose there and yeah. then as you're going along and it bounces and For slaps sure. um, it broke a couple of welds under there mm. so I actually pulled the old carpeted floor out from under the nose mm. um, and got some 6 mil 50 by 50 aluminium angle yeah. and run it across where, where it was, pulled the broken bit up to that yes. and then bolted it to the to the bulkhead and ready to go again yeah i've still got to tinker around with it and tidy it all up and fasten it into place and yep. and stuff like that and yeah it'll be back in, back on board i hate carrying two um deep cycle batteries up the nose but i have nowhere else to put them but so. your boat sits so high it's not gonna it, it doesn't affect it, it's quite funny though marty when i have the two 12 volt batteries and the encoder on the front mm. compared to no 12 volt batteries and no Ming Coder, it runs and rides so much better with mm. the two batteries and the Ming Coder. Um, so you sort of go, oh. I'm. People get caught up so much, oh, the boat's got to be lighter, the boat's got to be lighter, boat's, and then it, it's, it behaves completely differently. It does, yeah. Weight can make your boat so much more stable. Yeah. And not every not every case. Sometimes you've got to take weight out. Yeah. You know, change it from AGMs to lithium, and your whole dynamics of the boat is better. Yeah. But sometimes you yeah. take them AGMs out and you put lithiums in and you're like, boat, it's riding crap. I yeah. don't like the way it feels. And then you realise, oh, wait up, I've taken 70 kilos out. And it does make a difference. Not every time, but yeah. No. So I'm getting that re- get that ready for when the season opens. And don't forget, next weekend or next Saturday, being the 28th, mm. um, is our Barra special, our yearly Barra it special. It is indeed. Um, we've got the legendary Jesto in. You. And uh, the Baby. and the almost legendary Reese Bullymore in to uh, give away their Barra secret. So we've got. Uh, if you have any um, questions, jump on our fish, face Facebook Facebook page. Yeah. And um, throw a question up there. We've all get, already got a couple of questions from Serge and a few other boys. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so we'll uh, put it to Jesto and Bullymore. Yeah. And uh, have a little Barra special next week. So. Oh, well, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be a good one, mate. It always is when Jesto comes in. Always good when Reese is there. So yeah. um, can't wait to uh, hear what the boys do. You and the boys will do that. I'll take all the phone calls. Groovy. Um, and we'll just keep the, the Barra part of it going while yeah. I take all the phone calls out of the studio. Very good. And that way people can just ring in and we'll be right. So Yeah, it's going to be a good season this year. I'm actually, for the first time in a long time, super, super, super excited. I'm actually keen. Like last night I grabbed all my um, a heap of gear out and just turned um, poor old Beck's lounge room into a virtual tackle store and just mucking around. Did you just look at it and then you put it all away and achieved nothing? Oh, no, it's still all on the floor. Oh, the dog's got to be real careful walking yeah. around the hook. Yeah, don't yeah. take it to the vet you took it to last time. Oh, my Lord. Uh, I'm This weekend... That, yeah, that's my one thing I'm paranoid about, that the dog is not allowed inside while I muck around with it and then I do a big search. Because inevitably, somehow... A treble always ends up on the floor. Yeah. I don't know how it happens, no matter how careful you are, so I do a big big scout. Cause, um, do you – you know when you do that hmm. and you're walking around, it's 
and you stand on it and you know that's a treble yep. and you know you've stood on it the right way. It hasn't gone into your foot and you go, oh, how lucky was I? How lucky was I? You know what the other really bad thing is in your carpet and, and in your shed is when you're doing your mackerel rigs and you've got the stay bright wire. Oh, yeah. And that little, tiny that little tag end and you drop it somewhere and then you can't find it. But next time you're in your shed or wherever in your bare feet, you find it. Yes. And it is like a little needle. Oh, it can be laying way more painful. Yeah, it can be laying flat on concrete, but it still goes into your foot. One way or yeah. another, it yeah. finds its way. So in. a lot, mate. This weekend, yes, I'll be tidying up my uh, fishing cupboards. I've got two of them that I've got to go through. Yeah, I might. I don't know what's the weather doing this weekend. Have you had a look I have, at it? No, I haven't got a boat, so I don't really look a lot. No, well, but I'll have a bit of a squeeze. We'll have a look I might, in a minute. I might drop the boat in the water tomorrow and go and have a look. It's, it's, the hard thing is, is you got to remember it's barrow season next week. Yeah, not this week. So it's a, for me, it's a waste of time going in the yeah. mouth of Crocky and yeah, no. you're just playing with fire and, and the water will no, be filthy. It will be filthy. So, so um, it, it, something like going over to the island or playing out in the channel or something like that, that would be um, probably the best thing to do and and put a few fish in the esky, which will be good. Now, listeners, for those who have made the fatal mistake and accidentally um, got onto our show, uh, we have a studio number, 472 What do you do with this number? Well, give us a call during the air breaks and uh, we will endeavour to take as many calls as we possibly can to get your bingo numbers in. Gary will take a bingo I've number got, for you. Yes, I've got the, the bingo barrel there. Yep. So. You get given a number and then if it gets drawn out at the end of the show, you'll get some uh, really, really cool prizes. Now, some prizes of which I didn't have a look at this morning. They're behind you, bring you in, there. Guys? Well, you'll have to rip the bags open. I can't remember. All right. Eh? So, uh, the Port of Townsville bag, uh, some groovy stuff in here, Port of Townsville hats, um, Heaps of um, hummingbird decals. We've got some buffs in there. I can hear lures, hooks. We've got a drink bottle, which is a really, really cool thing. Then we have an Iron Man bag. And good morning to all of our sponsors. Thanks for looking after us and our show and our listeners. We've got brag mats. We've got bottles of red. We've got decals. We've got eagle claw hooks. And we've got buffs. So that's a really... Hey, what buffs that one? It's an Australian buff. Uh, Austra- Australia Day coming up. That's the Australian flag buff. Hey, way to go. So, so yeah, there's no... When is Australia Day? Next Thursday. Next Thursday is the day off. Day off. How many people are going to go to work on Friday? Well, we have that same thing every year. And then we have our second Iron Man bag, uh, which has got a really cool lure holder decal um, from EVA Tread. Yep, from Fiber Finish, Chris. And uh, we've got a measuring sticker in there, and we've got a couple of coolers. Tackle World measuring sticker there that Danny and Renee gave us some uh, measuring stickers to stick on the boat. So some good stuff, and there should be in the bag behind you. No, I think it's $25 on the seat there behind you, mate. Oh, yeah, yep. There it is, front pocket. Front there. pocket, there we uh, go. Should be a $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man and Tavern Meat. So, Way to go. So when we go to an add in song, jump on the phones and grab yourself uh, a bingo number. Most definitely. So we're off to a good start this morning. When we come back, we'll touch base on a whole heap of things. We've been sort of concentrating on, on lures and such last yeah. week. So Gaz and I are going to put our brains together and think, what are we, because we've got all week some, to decide what we're going to talk some, about, uh, it, but we leave it till the ad break. We don't, we don't prepare. We just walk in here we do, and go, we, what we are we going to talk about? We talk absolute crap through the week, though. That's good crap, though. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So, awesome. Oh, well, let's get this day started. And uh, welcome to the North Queensland Fishing Show. Where is the sun that shone on my head? The sun in my life. This is dead. This is dead. from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family 
take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Every day's a good day, stop wishing. Sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And that was one very busy segment for us during the oh, outbreak. Oh, mate, it goes off, doesn't it? I do hey. hope we got to all of our callers. It also, the uh, switchboard stopped lighting up by the time the, end of the ads come, so I think we might have just got everyone in time. Had um, Simon from the RSL Fishing Club on the phone? Yes. Um, Simon's out there fishing with Oscar and Mark in the bay. Said yeah. it's beautiful out there. Really? A few Trevally around at the moment. They said it wouldn't be two knots. Said lovely out there. So uh, they're waiting to see if there's any spotties or doggies around. How so, good's that? And so speaking of fishing clubs, I had a lovely little chat with Greater Stu. Oh, uh, yeah. Greater says He's um, up the Harvey's Range Club, Alice he River. Is. Alice River. Now, the Alice River has their sign on day today from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Rupert's Wood Shop. Um, it's $65 a year per family. Yeah. So, really, really good price. Greatest Jew said, look, if he's lucky enough to get his name called out on the draw, the first family to sign up this morning is going to give that price to them. So, awesome. Oh, what a conner. Oh, isn't he? Yeah, so, but don't forget there's so many That's at good. the Rupert's Wood Shop too, guys, for the Alice River sign-on day fishing yeah. club. And it's a great club. It's been around forever. It has, mate. And we'll also have a chat um, in the next month or so with, with Syme from the RSL about their fishing club. So, so many good little clubs around Yeah, to uh, jump on board. Not super serious, although Wall's pretty super serious at the right. Alice River one. Clubs have certainly taken a big turn. Uh, for what they used to be, like uh, in my day, club, f- fishing tournament or, or club fishing was big. It was, uh, yeah. with, you know, the Army Sports Fishing Club against the Townsville Sports Fishing Club. They used to have their their annual fishing battles, and I can remember going to the to the Army base where there was. Um, what was that well, big got a tournament bit, where everyone used to use? It got a bit nasty between the Townsville Sport Fishing Club and the Army Club when the Army started turning them up in tanks. Um, they said, no, we're not playing this silly game anymore. <laughs> Sitting in their boat with rifles, the Army Club. Oh, my God, no. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a comedian on stage, don't drop the microphone and walk off. <laughs> you need to recover. I'm going all right. Hey, um, which one, which tournament? Not the... Uh, it was a, a North Masters, Queensland, Masters, North Queensland, North Queensland Championships out of yeah, Cardwell yeah. still. 
No, no, it was based here in Townsville with all the clubs and so forth, and um, it was a good one. It was it was huge back then. Obviously, everything was about IGFA and answer. IGFA and and, and um, answer using more answer than yes, yeah. yeah, using monos and that sort of thing. So IGA used to supply them bread for the sausages. They, they did indeed. They did indeed. <laughs> and so I can even remember. Whoa, I don't know how long ago. It must have been thirty years ago or plus, and uh, joining Tolgak. And, uh, Tag used, and release. Yeah, we used to have little. I was um, in that. We used to have our monthly meetings underneath yeah. someone's house each month. Each month, someone would um, nominate to have it at their house, and um, that was it when yeah. tagging fish was quite big back in the day. Then, yeah, um, and just seeing what happens and where they go. Yeah, t- I tell you what's fun to going down memory lane because, uh, like with the army club, you, you used to get to become a master angler and everything. You'd have to catch ten fish over hundred points and blah 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 yeah. and so forth and so forth. And you get these really cool certificates, and I've got these folders, and you look back because you forget. Back, back in the day, you never took photos and all this sort well, of thing. Well, we didn't have a phone that could no, take photos on the or, or stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And then you go back and you have a look at what your, your meritorious captures were and everything, and you go, oh, I remember that yeah. tuna, or I remember this, and I remember that. It's it's pretty cool. And I always go to put it in the bin, you know, like the day yeah, and you go, and no. you know, like, oh, you know, what room's it taken up? I'll just put it in the top of the cupboard and, and leave it there. Oh, what yeah. I did get rid of is... um. Because obviously I used to write for Fish and Boat magazine for like six yeah. years, so I have like three or four boxes of, fit and I've let all them go because it's just. Well, I used to have a IGFA um, cat, like a certificate for my first ever marlin, mm. um, and it used to hang on the wall at seven to seven. And yes. when I left, um, it disappeared. It disappeared, and I never ever. Well, that's it. disappointing. Yeah, so I, I don't have that, yep. um, which was my first bit, but that's, that's the way Did you ever get into the Guy Harvey shirts? No. I, I no. used to love them. They were beautiful-looking shirts. I used but to no, love I the didn't. one with the uh, and and some of our listeners will remember the shirt. It was the uh, the the arse end of a uh, cabin cruiser, big beautiful with the flybridge and the rink and the and the black coming out the back. Yeah, no, I never got into Guy Harvey stuff. So no, no, it was uh, back in the day. It, it, it was the shirt to have, and um, and then the next one was Columbia. Uh, do remember Columbia we, come out? And- we did have um, Columbia gear. Yes. Um, we had Columbia gear in the shop, and we also had um, Captain Cook gear. You could get Captain Cook gear, which was trousers and shirts. And I don't think they're around anymore. No, I haven't no. seen them. And many, many years ago, um, used to come in the show, and he's still around down in air, and people in air will know Ronnie Hodges, sing some beautiful music, and yes. ri- written some great songs for the likes of John Williamson and Slim when he was alive and stuff like that. So wow. we used to kit... Um, Ron out with Captain Cook clothing. Okay, that was a, a, well our thing for Ron. We used to uh, supply his, his bush clothing for him way back in the day through Captain Cook clothing. There you go. That's so, amazing. So yeah, I I was never big. I did um, one thing. I did like from Columbia. They used to do some um, like weatherproof runners, mm. so you could wear them in the water. Yes, or you could just wear them out they weren't like the the sandal types no they were an actual runner yeah um and they well, were, i've got a pair on right now yeah stuff like that little and and very similar style so yeah you could walk wade in them yeah and then off you'd go they were well these ones that i'm wearing now they've got holes in the soles so that water can release yeah they dry out very very quickly and it's just a, what breed are they oh i got them from um uh there you go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are. Um, Do you want my glasses? It's not that hard. It's written in big letters on the side Mirage. of them. Mirage. Oh, 
Mirage right. are from um, Land and Sea. Yeah. Um, the Mirage range comes from a company called yeah. Land and Sea. Most of the tackle stores have Land and Sea stuff in them. Because, yeah, they do. Because they sell flippers and snorkels and goggles and all sorts you of know, stuff. You know, my company, Napa, we've just um, um, got involved with Under Armour. So getting all the their gear. What, is that deodorant? No. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> they got a really, really deadly line of stuff. And uh, look them up. And, um, obviously Under Armour? Yeah. Yep. There's a ball. We've got huge things ball happening. Ball stuff. Like we've just got um, ball rub. Oh no! Oh sorry. No, you're an idiot, and I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even. Under Armour. Yep, yep. Um, it's a, it's a, you see it in a lot of fishing clothing sort of things and everything. And we've put some. Uh, we've got steady in our range now, or steady, whatever you want to call them. So it's, we're going to get a few giveaways. Well, I can get us a few giveaways, indeed. So, it's about that time. We've got a little bit of stuff. We've got some awesome stuff. Oh, I'm there. going through it tomorrow. Our, one of our biggest sellers, obviously, still the self-ice. So just yeah, go. those five. Benny's put one on his boats up there. At, yeah. um, in talking to Ryan, um, when Ryan Moody comes back from his trip away, and this is more leaning towards um, big boat people, Ryan's just put a new... Wi-Fi system on his boat, which okay. which isn't a four thousand dollars system, which is working really really good for them up out the back of Lizard and okay. uh, all through there. So when Ryan comes back from his jaunt, we'll have a little chat about it with him. Yeah, that would be uh, really quite good. interesting. Yeah, it's we got Java on the show today. Shane yeah. Jarvis, BLA rep. Yeah, we have mate. We'll have a little chat and see what's happening with Hummingbird and yeah. and Mincota and what their supply lines like because yeah. we all know um, supply with a lot of stuff is. Um, Yep. It's a little bit slow at the moment. Yeah, most um, And then all our usual people, Mick from Motoco and M, and yep. we'll duck to Rising Sun and see yep. see the gang there. And Beautiful. And, Beautiful. And, what and else? I see we've got uh, NQ Batteries have jumped on board with us. Mark and Dave. Yeah. Great so blokes. Welcome, guys. They were uh, many, many years ago where I had seven to seven bait and tackle on Ingham Road. Oh, next door. Mark and Dave were, yeah, they were two doors away in the car park there. So, uh, mm. so have been around batteries for thousand years i i reckon combined between dave and mark so uh nq batteries and they've moved their store down um ingham road down near the uh, the little round building yeah you were saying yeah um so uh if you're chasing um some advice and some awesome batteries Mm. um mark and dave like i said they had so in the mid 90s they were near our tackle store so they've yep. been in batteries for lovely for that people long. Lovely. they're good people mate they are very good it's and and the boys have actually over the years over the last 25 years have actually been in the studio um when arthur and joy and nathan are here and chatted about batteries and stuff like that so if they go back go have have a long history they do yeah which is a really good thing but but rods, uh, fishing, talking about, we spoke about lures for so long over the lead up to Christmas and last week. Um, yeah. And rods, and and before Christmas I went and bought a new fishing rod. I've stepped out of my comfort zone. You have brought yourself um, a Dobbins. Dobbins. And it's a, a bit softer through the tip yep. than the normal rods I use. So I'm sort of hanging to get out there and use it when the season opens yeah and you can't judge it after one or two trips once you uh once you get used to it you you will absolutely love it look there's no ifs or buts there uh and i think you got the sierra series um incredible rod um very very nice blanks to use and uh 
It's all, you know, the strength is all about the butt end, not the tip. Yeah, so it'll be interesting because... And I like having that that softer tip. Yes. Barra's woof it down. The only reason I've gone that way is because of yours and Reese's recommendations. Yeah, and you will love it. The Barra's woof it down before they even know. And then uh, your hookup rates are tenfold. Your accuracy will be tenfold. Obviously, it's a baitcaster. My spins are still my Samaki spins. I still like my Samaki spins. Yeah. Um, But... A softer baitcaster getting away, um, hard to step away from Loomis, my Loomis rods. Yeah, and if you didn't want to step away from Loomis, you can still get Loomis in exactly the same I could have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were just about $400 dearer. I've got no money. Yeah, I'm poor, so I had to really budget. The results are in, Gary. (laughs) So, so, uh, I've still got, but my Loomis rods were were sh- quite short and quite stiff rods. Look, mate, you learn. But Cor- not, not, I, there's a place. Oh yeah, for five foot six rods. Don't you worry about that. I mean, yeah. Hodgie's one of the best casters in the world, and he's got a thousand five foot six. You need, you still have to have that. Like, you don't want to be throwing around a, a six and a half foot wand when you when you're in a creek narrower than your boat. Yeah. You know, there is there is times so and places. But once you get used to your six foot six, you won't go back to the other yeah. odds. Uh, and I've often. I've I've been thinking, um, and that's hard for me, have a little think. Um years ago when I threw those rods around, mm. those shorter loomis and stuff like that, it was all hard body lures. So it was all treble hooks. So the hookup rate was pretty good. Yeah, fair enough. Now I'm throwing around um Samaki live shrimp. Mm. With a single hook, yeah, and the hookup rate isn't as good. No. So talking to you and and Reese, and as we've always said, we're we're never too old to learn and ask what people think. Oh yeah. Um, and throwing a single hook prawn on a very stiff rod, my hookup rate is so poor, and my soft plastics is so poor. And w- like you guys, um, and even going for a fish with Connor before the season, mm. mate, Connor's throwing a rod that resembled a bit of spaghetti. Yeah, for sure. And I'm throwing me Loomis, same setup, and don't missed it, Connor. Oh, I'm on. Yeah. And you just sort of sit back and go, hmm. maybe it is time to open the eyes and try something different. Definitely. And you will find your niche. Yeah. Like this first... Dobbins that you've got, that's just your, your your starting point. And you may have hit the jackpot in the first. You're like, I love this rod. I love it. Like, uh, the, the, my first really long stick was the, the crankbait, yep. the crankbait series from Loomis. And uh, I love that. And that was brought in 1994, when they yep. first come into Australia. And um, love love them rods. And, and obviously it progressed from there, from from. The, the crankbait series to the to the IMX to the GLX to eventually the NRX yeah. series and everything and they're just incredible and I'm I'm much the same as you and I didn't I still love Loomis so oh I do still too still a brilliant brilliant blank but it, yeah. sometimes it changes morning Bob as, yeah oh don't don't name <laughs> drop pathetic and uh, it, it, for me it was a change is as good as hot now I'm all about the edge love the edge or not so much the edge but the, the Norfolk blank yeah. beautiful. Which is Gary's. Which is Gary Loomis's yeah. blanks. That's his blanks. And they're a brilliant, brilliant stick. Yeah. And um, and I absolutely love them. But then you've got another range, which is huge at the moment, like every second person's loving these Phoenix rods. And the Phoenix is um, a very – look, it's it, it's endless. Yeah, it, mate, it really it is, is endless. L- like we've said before, 
probably 25 years ago, um, the quality of rod blanks, there was only one place where quality rod blanks came from. Yeah. Um, and basically that was the Loomis factory. Yeah. And, and what they did, they made over 2,000 other blanks for different companies. Yeah. So so they were probably one of the biggest. And, and now the market's in China with a lot of rod blanks. Um, and they're good oh. blanks, don't get me wrong. They're still beautiful blanks. They are. And you don't but have years to pay ago, no. what you did for your Dobbins. You can get away with, you know, your Raider series oh, and, and the yeah. likes of all them, your Samarkis. And, the, and with, you know, you're still talking $200 rod. Even yeah. your Veritas are a brilliant Blank. Yeah, nothing. They're, look, Ryan, your, your arrows are a great blade. Yeah. There's so many rods yeah. out there. But years ago, you, and they've come so far. But years ago, you, you, your market was very small. Oh, yeah. had if you owned an ugly stick. You were uh, part of the you, uh, the big boys. I used to sell that many five foot six ugly stick bait casters yep. with Abu 6500s on them. Oh, baby. Cause the that bo- was the outfit. The boys would come into the shop and go, Gaz, we're going to the golf chase and barra. What do I need? I'd go, you need this ugly stick with a 6500 on it. Job done. Loaded up with eight kilo mono. If you put that in your hand today, you'd be like, Whoa. oh, it's ugly as. <laughs> But mate, you, you need a trolley to lift it up. Yeah, a trolley but, jack. <laughs> but you could throw it in the back of the ute, stand on it, kick Brilliant. it down the road. Best, ro- best um, reels and rods. Use it as a tent pole. Yeah. Poke the fire with it, and still fish with it. It was so good. Yeah. Now you pick up a zillion or a conquest yeah. or something like that, and it. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a scratch. That, that just broke. Yeah. They, they well, what what you do to that abu? Oh, I was bouncing around the back of the ute. The handle broke. I'll oh, just grab another handle and yeah, away yeah. we'll go. We'll go again. Um, but but yeah. you open them up, you could service them blindfolded. Oh, And that's yeah. what made them so... Look, you're never going to wind them and, and feel like, you know, you wind a, a, a later steeds or a, or a conquest. You literally can't feel it. You're no. Like, oh, my Lord. Yeah. That's out of control. You pick up an abu, and it's very industrial, but... Yeah, it's still done its job, and it didn't break. No. Brilliant, brilliant, but you, brilliant reels. You look at those, um, even Bantams and all of that. Oh, were beautiful. You look at those glass tip rods, whether it be the Silstar Power Tips mm. or the Ugly Sticks. Yeah, they still to this day are awesome rods for live bait fishing or reef fishing or stuff like that because yeah. they are so hard to break. Oh, they that, are. And the feel is still there. It's the, you don't get the feel of a graphite rod, but then you don't get the explosion noise of a graphite yeah. rod when it's beside the boat and, and you lift pieces. it over your head. So so they still have their place. Those well, I used re- to use the Pro Blues, the, the yeah. um, Loomis, and uh, they were so volatile. I've got one, Yeah, you and really, I don't use it. No, you'd have a Chinaman and then, yeah, that's it, snap. You're like, what do I keep? And then you pick up an ugly stick or something like that, and you hook Chinaman's twice the size yeah. and you sim- simply can't break it. You can't you still break get them. the hookups. So yeah. you're like, am I using this Loomis because it says Loomis? That's it. You know, yeah. No. You go back, revert. Especially in that sort of... I mean, it's a different sort of fishing. Yeah. Having a nice stick like, like your Dobbins now in the timber flicking, that's, that's a completely oh, yeah. different scenario than dropping a big chunk of squid down the side. Yeah. And hook on a red. In that case, you know, oh, give me an ugly stick or, or equivalent any day. Well, even if you live bait in the creeks, um, a nice six to eight kilo ugly stick or silstar 
power tip spin. Because mm. let's face it, if you're fishing in, in the creek, all you do is put your bait on your live bait or dead bait, throw it out, put it in the rod holder and just watch your rod tip yeah. and when it loads up. And, and you know, like if you've got a, a, a $400 graphite spin rod and you've put it in the rod holder and a shark comes along and grabs your bait and swims off or swims back under the boat, that graphite rod's going to be in three pieces. And if it's a split butt... It may just snap in the rod holder. People forget that. Yeah, and disappear. So don't look past your good old ugly stick or or seal star power tips or that style of rod um, if you just like knock about fishing down the creek or out the reef. For sure. Um, and just throw – there's a multitude of reels you can throw on them in spin. There's there's the pen range. There's mm. uh, all sorts. There's Samaki spins just a a multitude of not expensive yeah but these days are very very good um and the one thing that used to kill you with a a spin on the reef back in the day was drag pressure you could never get a lot of drag pressure because um the spin fisher was about and i suppose the tss4 from shimano the speedmaster was about the only other yeah bulky and the oh the bg's series from Daiwa, but you couldn't get the drag pressure that you can get now mm. so there wasn't a lot of um big spins you could take to the reef 25 years ago yep. that you could crank up the drag and just reef them off the bottom not like today but today the reels you get today where you can put 15 kilos or 20 kilos of drag on something oh. um is chalk and cheese so i must admit some of these things that these jigging rods can do like i've got a few i've got the like the the nobi jigging rod yep. the oceans legacies and the nomads they up they just do stuff that you sh- you've in your head until you realize they can do what they can do you're so nervous loading up because these rods just a piece of spaghetti yes they bend the whole way over and you're like this is going to explode and you're protecting your face so that the so that the graphite doesn't end up in your cheek but they just don't no they're, well they're that's incredible incredibly strong when i rods. did that filming with guesty we used pen rods yeah and we were said hurt them yeah don't don't and then some of the footage in there i've nearly got this thing bent in two pieces yeah and i've actually had people say geez that rod was bent in half i said yeah and it's surprising these days is you're still um you're still with your danger zone on your rod you're still not really supposed to rip it past that 10 o'clock on a clock face but we hurt these things and made at some stage here i reckon i was at quarter past three with some of these rods. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the, the good old sticks still have their awesome place in our fishing yeah, don't uh, worry about style that. that we do. Yeah, you can't get too caught up in, in technology no. and advanced movements. Every now and then, then got to go back. Anyway, it's uh, time for us to go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll uh, get in contact with Mick from Motico. Here's a song that I really enjoyed. It's got quite a cool riff, so sit back and enjoy.
flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sun Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sai's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it down Tackle World today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning. We certainly are live across North Queensland on the best fishing show, probably in Australia, world. as Gaz and I say, world. even the world that was on our ad. It's that time of the morning when we cross over to our friend and show sponsor, Mick from Motorco. Good morning, Mick. How are you, my friend? Good morning, team. Good morning, listeners. How you doing? Oh, we are fantastic this morning. And what a day to be outside like uh, watering the lawn at the beautiful car yard and seeing what oh, Mother well, Nature's provided, mate. Whew. Well, I don't have to water today because we've had that beautiful uh, golden sunshine during the week. So, uh, and over the last weekend, so I'll let it go for a little while. So <laughs> yeah, probably a for a water. few months. <laughs> yeah, I know that the dam's getting a bit low, so I might just keep the watering down a little bit. <laughs> Why not, indeed? <laughs> How's your week been? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, it's good to see some sunshine and get to get out there. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day out here today. Nice little breeze blowing across the yard here. So Definitely. Only a little light, wispy cloud in the, in the sky. But, uh, no, it's been good. It's good yeah. to have the rain and give everything a clean and a wash. And uh, the place looks alive again with the, the grass growing everywhere. Oh. No man will be happy. He will indeed. He's going to be making the fortune over the next month or two. <laughs> and apparently yeah, yeah, the... You, no, you go. Just, Sorry. Just, this has been good for the for the fishers like for in the creeks and give them a bit of a flush out. And very, very, very good. And it's strange. It? Like back in the day, we used to say, "Oh, the creeks need a really good flush out because it's getting silted up and it's getting too shallow yeah. and it's too hard to navigate." So something's going wrong because now when we get big floods, it silts up even worse. I tell you, it's, it's a strange <laughs> thing. I don't know. It's like when we when we had our massive floods, 
you would have thought yep. that all the the mouse and everything would have been deep as in in a lot yes. of our treacherous creeks like um let's say the the mouth of cattle or crystal etc whereas it turned yep. opposite it just got harder to get out of so uh. yeah right okay it's a bit weird isn't it it is a bit weird it just yep. all all depends i suppose on what the layout of the lands like yep. under the surface that we can't see with what with what all the tides and the and the uh run out does with the sandbars close by it's a, it's an amazing thing yeah. anyway yeah, I saw a video this morning on, on Facebook of the, the water coming over the Burdekin Dam, and like that's just amazing bits of water coming over there. So it'd be nice to build it a little bit higher and harness a little bit more, but uh, it's a, it's all a money thing, I suppose. But uh, yeah, definitely. Well, Gaz was at the Burdekin Dam. No, I was at I was at the Charters Towers Weir. Right, and it uh, was fairly gushing. Yeah, wasn't but it? then I seen a photo. Morning, Mick. Good morning, Gaz. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. Good. Bit sad though. Yeah? Yeah, my obese parrot died during the week. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, it's a huge you. weight off my shoulders, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually all right. Hey, um, no, I was at the uh, Charters Towers Weir and it was starting to go over, but I did see about four days later another photo and it was miles over it. So... Uh, but then yeah, yeah, yeah. by the time it gets down to the Burdekin and starts going over the wall there, the I've seen the same stuff of the Burdekin yep. wall, and it is pumping over that. Yeah, yeah. amazing, isn't it? Like, that's that's probably 800 metres wide, and not an hour high it's going to be with the water going. Like, yes. How much water's going over it, but uh, yeah. it's a massive amount of water and just continuously flowing. So yeah, but It's, it's amazing looking at Macross, and then when you're coming yeah. in the yeah. Charters Towers, and yeah. nine, nine times out of ten, you're crossing the soil sand and little bits of runoff, yes. and you go, oh, I'd like to fish for a sooty But day. you know what is really amazing going over that bridge is when you get out the other side is that marker that shows you yes. how high yes. the water has actually <laughs> been over that bridge. I know. And you go, my God, that is unbelievable. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, yeah. That's that, and that shows you how, like flash flooding. We, it, you know, a lot of people don't comprehend how quick things can go bad. Yes, you haven't got time right. to pack your tent up. And no, yeah. and it's especially, gone. Especially if you've had twenty-four stubbies and half a bottle of rum, you know, and you're in a coma and you won't hear the water coming. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Well, that is. That could happen out the Goldfield Ashes this weekend, I reckon. Well, there'll be it a few comas there. Guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the weather's turned it on for them. So. Yeah, it's Very normally good. wet and miserable for them. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be... Uh, I actually passed... Well, a few vehicles passed me during the week when I was ripping around town. Had the trailer, had the barbecue, had the cartons, had the swags, <laughs> had all the gear. I didn't see Great any weekend. cricketing gear, and off they were, so... <laughs> They play cricket, do they? Yeah, well, I think they stand out in the grass there. So <laughs> uh, it's a great weekend for the town, I guess, and uh, it's a great event really for uh, for the north. It is, mate. It's huge. It is a little it's bit one of the biggest cricketing events in the world, isn't it? It is, yeah. But it's a little bit disappointed, like years ago when we used to have it the long weekend, and it made a, and now yeah. Australia Day's on a Thursday, and yep, no one will go to work on a Friday. <laughs> this next week, yeah, and well, well they won't. What's the, the point? Because of course they won't. I will. Yeah. I'll turn up. Oh, well, well, I have yeah, to. I'm yeah, you have I'm to. A yeah, I'll turn up, have a look, and then turn around and go home. <laughs> Most definitely. I'll be in. Do a drive by. Just yeah, do I'll a do a drive by of work. Yeah, Is I was the in. Season open then? No, no, no. Still the twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the twenty seventh. Following Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, so so no, it's uh, it's one of those things where public holiday Thursday, no one turns up on Friday. No. Yeah, yeah. So, no, mate, never mind. What's the, on the lot? Yeah. The little Ute. 
Yeah, well, I thought I'd throw something in there, and this, and this is going to blow your mind. But keep you ready. Hold your hat on because this is going to get crazy, all right? Go, yeah, go so, for I, it. <laughs> it's a 2012 Great Wall 4x4 turbo diesel single cab ute done about 90,000 Ks. You ready? Yes. I can hear the anticipation. Hang on. $8,990. Is that all? That's it. Jeepers, that's my, mate. That's, my, that's my, my start to the year, mate. There you go. That is Just good. It off. That's cheap. All-wheel drive turbo diesel ute done 90,000 Ks for under 10000 Australian dollars. Get in there, everyone. Oh, they're lining up already. Hang on, guys. Hang You're on. Too late. On it's gone. That's, that's a great <laughs> price, mate. It is, yes. Absolutely uh, it is. Yeah. yeah, You can't even get a two-wheel drive petrol ute and any other brand for that. No. So, uh, but a good tight little car, one owner. Uh, it's got a tow bar, alloy drop side tray, so uh, 90,000 Ks. Will it cost them much to uh, put it some tyres on it as well and rims? You've got to pay for the motor. We, oh, sorry. <laughs> so it's just a shell. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, just a rolling chassis. Oh, You've got to put it together yourself. It's like one of those Meccano sets. Oh, so. the IKEA U. <laughs> Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. There I you care you. <laughs> no, mate, it's, it's fully intact. It's a little ripper. Absolutely, yeah. It's roadworthy, two years warranty. It's uh, we just got to get to the, the, the details and give it a clean, but uh, that's yep. all that needs to be done to it. So, yeah, a little 4 before turbo diesel ute under $10,000. How good's that? Call me crazy, but... Uh, you, I'll, I'll well, we'll call you me. crazy Mick from now on. Oof. No, it's honest Mick, the car boyfriend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Mick, you have a wonderful day. Thanks for spending some time with us this morning. I oh, hope you get out for a round. Oh, man, we're a bit damp out at uh, Royal Rose Bay today, yeah. mate, so uh, yeah, I won't be getting out there. And, and, Aren't you uh, going for a hit? No, well, it's no I run. Sound lazy, but you can't take your buggy, and you've got to play the same nine twice. But unfortunately, it's, it's just what we're Well, you have to walk. Get a bit of, yeah, and uh, you know. get Parksy to carry you. Well, that's probably why I'm not playing because Parksy's pulled out on me as well. Oh, has he? Yeah, so uh, a big man. Well, you get no bounce, mate. You drive. You get no value <laughs> for money on your drives. No, no, you just plug them and lose them. So yes. hit them into the water. There's more water there now, so yeah. no, it'll be it'll be fine next weekend. Hopefully, as long as we don't get any more heavy rain. But I'll give it a miss this weekend, and uh, I've got some yard duties to do, so I'll get in stuck into those. But. Yeah, right. Yeah. See you up at the bowls yeah. club. Yeah, yeah. Well, they put a new green down there. Well, they've got it down. It's uh, they're just um, just doing the final touches. So hopefully the boys think we'll be uh, having a roll there within about a week and a half, maybe two weeks maximum. So brand new um, synthetic turf um, green. Don't have Ooh, to mow it. A little bit, little bit exciting. Yeah. I bet yeah, the no gardener's mowing. a bit annoyed. Done him out of a uh, job. <laughs> well, he's probably happy actually because it's a, he gets a, gets a few more days off. But um, I think they got to water it a little bit now. If you want to, when they play on it, they put a bit of water down, like a hockey field. I think. Yep. I'm not I'm an expert on this, but just what I mean. Talking You're going pretty about, good so. though. Yeah, yeah. You sound yeah, like yeah, don't yeah. say just go, roll with it, mate. Just say I know all about okay. this. No, then I'll, someone will ring me up and say you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Is it barefoot bowls on Thursday night, isn't it, or Tuesday? Uh, Friday, Friday, Friday night. night. I was yeah, close. But they're, they were thinking of doing a, a midweek one as well shortly, so uh, uh, and maybe do a, a you know, like a business night. You know, we people our businesses compete against each other, have like a little little competition. Oh, that'd be cool. That's yeah, good. It I won't play. Be, yeah, I'll have a complex up. by the end. Yeah, of it. Marty's not going out there in barefoot bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Look at one G versus Motorco. We could, we could. With a fishing show. Look at this freak. Yeah. The, the, the fishing show versus Motorco. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
That sounds like a plan, all right? We'll, uh, we'll see if we Ma- can put that together. Just Marty will trip over and pretend he lost his toe and sue you, mate. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> right over, Mick. And, 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 and no, ring-ins, no ring-ins, all right? So you yeah. don't have, have any guns come in. Gotcha. All right, guys. But down here, 1618 Bond Road, opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Centre, opposite Rising, um, Audi and Porsche, and uh, that little 4 before turbo diesel ute, uh, 90,000 k for under 10 grand. Cheap Beautiful, as. Good man. on you, Mick. Line them up. Thank you, boys. Have Thanks, a mate. Bye-bye. Bye that buddy, is an awesome price for a ute. Four-wheel drive ute. Yes, most is, definitely. You're right there? Yeah, I am. I am. The old, uh, the old Wouldn't go on the dock. No. <laughs> yeah, no, great price for a ute. Anyone want a nice, cheap ute, um, four by four, head down to see Mick grab it. Yeah, Beautiful. most definitely. Tradie, little tradies car or anything, so. Yep. Yep. So perfect. Oh, boy. Uh, that was uh, a good segment with the rods. It was, a, it it's, was important. Mate, I've had... Uh, Everyone ring in and say there's still people uh, using their older rods for all their fishing. And why fishing. not? Why not? So, yeah, there, mate, there were so many good old rods back in those days. The Angler series of rods, um, the Bathurst Barra and the Mangrove oh, Jack. and Angler series got had it right. Yeah. Their marketing was brilliant. Remember they had the entire NRL. This was before yeah. the Cowboys. They had the Broncos one. Yeah, they, like those rods back in the day, the angler rods were just, uh, and they would make them for you because Hazard Hazard had a range of angler rods made for the shop, and the Baffus Barrow was a ba- very popular yeah. one. The Mangrove Jack, the Mangrove Jack, yeah, remember that? Um, the top the, end barrow rod, top end barrow. There was still uh, have one at home. The, the Elite Blast Bass. Um, yeah, there was a few. Yeah, and then they then they started um, jumping into um, different fibres and stuff of, of rods. And, and that's when Ultragraph made their name. And, Still and, and got the, an Ultragraph at home. Yes. And Beautiful. unfortunately, Ultragraph, uh, they brought out their number three stage blank, which was a faulty blank. And it destroyed them, I think. I think it put them under. And uh, no one could have one of these blanks, which they marketed absolutely incredibly as uh, as the, the the latest, greatest thing. And uh, you couldn't load them up. They would explode. The, the ultra- and I'm not talking one or two. I'm just about every yeah. single one. The Ultragraph rods uh, were just such an awesome rod, such a beautiful rod. Gorgeous-looking blank. One of the very first yeah. see-through. Pacific composite blanks from New Zealand. Though. Yeah. They yeah. Were. Yeah, and Pacific Composite Blanks are one of the first blanks that um, they actually brought out a blue blank that was see-through, and it was gorgeous. It yeah. was it was a uh, graphite see-through blue blank, and uh, and Pacific Composites hit the ground running, and then uh, obviously faded out when when the likes of Loomis really took hold and that sort of thing. And then to bring in um, competition with Loomis, we had um, the likes of Strudwick, and then Strudwick threw a spanner into the massive works by becoming one of the first expediter companies. Except for Strudwick's um, expediter means if you explode the rod uh, for a certain amount of money, you you get a brand new rod back um, at like a cost price. So you back in the day, your average Strudwick rod was about $350. You would pay $170 to get a brand new rod if you explode it. Except for... Strudwick went one step further, and theirs was a full expedite. You snap it, no matter what, that, however no matter old what. it was, you would get a brand new rod, which annoyed the crap out of me as a store owner. And, and, and it ended Strudwick because um, yeah, because I couldn't. If you jammed yours in the car door, yeah, um, you'd come in and pay the expediter, yeah, which I had to pay to Strudwick, yeah, and I didn't get a chance to sell you a new rod. No. So it was a and real pain. Yeah, it was a real pain. And on top of that, uh, like, um, and it's nothing, young fellas, for instance, they, uh, they like bling, they like everything brand new. So they've used their Strudwick for a year and a half or whatever. It's got scratches. It's uh, The cork is starting to get a little bit, how's your father? Snap, boom, get a mm. new one. 
I'll get, just get a new one. And the company couldn't keep up with that, obviously. Uh, Reddington tried the same thing with their fly rod range, full expedited yeah. warrant. And then Loomis come on board with it, but they were a lot smarter. It's when, more expensive. More expensive. Still, they still have – they still they have do. expediter. And a few of the rod companies do, but it's not cheap like it used to well, be. Well, Dobbins is a full exchange. But Dobbins is getting away with it because they've got such a name now. And they're, they're a bloody good stick. So yeah. whatever you do to your Dobbins – you will get a new Dobbins rod, so it, it, it yeah, peace, yeah. peace of mind, yeah. you know. The so. only, the last time I broke a Loomis was my own silly fault. Mm. Was my lure was snagged just under the water, yeah, and I pushed down on the tip just to see if I got a tick. And we all do that through yeah. laziness, you know. At the start of the day, you get the lure retriever out, or you flick yeah. it, and you spend ten minutes. And when you're tired at the end of the day, you've had enough. You just you like, say, mm-hmm. stick yeah. the rod in the That's wall. That's where like ugly sticks are good for luring. Did you always try and find the longest clear? I, I, I never wanted an ugly stick with like a tiny bit of clear tip. I, had a long, I wanted people to know I've got an ugly, ugly stick. stick. Yeah. So I got that, you know, that foot of clear. Yeah, you, it was good because you could uh, you could really push your lure off the stick. You could actually break the you tree with it. Stick off the branch. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's still some uh, people using their awesome old stuff that was around 20 years ago that there's probably still people out there using a black queen. Oh, they'd be listening to us going, you mob, you pair of idiots. You're just yeah. so caught up. And, and you know what? I mean, I know what I like. And, and, yeah, and mate. It, we know. No, the old black queen. It's actually, there's a market for the black queen. People want it. And, mate, there's still people out there driving Fords. <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break. <laughs> the fishing show does not contain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back after these songs and messages. Sit back, turn it up, enjoy. Put a bit of rum in your coffee. Have fun.
this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are cruising along just beautifully. It's approximately 25 minutes past 8 o'clock. The bay is dead set, calm and beautiful. Plenty of finger mark hopefully getting around. The barrows are getting ready to chew their head off. I have a couple of beautiful lures in front of me that uh, my best mate Gaz brought in for me this morning. Um, snowy lures, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful lure, aren't they? A snowy. Yeah, just I've got a, the Snack 9. Just a fellow uh, who I found around town who uh, just part-time doesn't do them at like I asked him if he'd make me a couple of lures and it could take up to six months to get them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just so nice. Yeah. Just cool. a beautiful looking little. He's done an actual, he's got a new shape. They're, they're your standard shape lure. They're nothing out of the Well, how, how much can you change from the next lure, the lure maker? Right. But he's got one that more of a shape of a uh, herring. It's uh, it's quite a good looking little lure. So, But he has only made a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and I grabbed one off him to use when the season opens. And as so. far as hard bodies go, you have to have a herring shape you have to mate yeah yeah and uh, I've, I've loved it forever and one of the best ones is the, the rapala shads yes um absolutely insane obviously then every other lure maker got hold and they need to they've got to have that part of their appertoire um appertoire or yeah, repertoire should i say <laughs> What's an appertoire? Isn't that a movie? It's, uh, no, Didn't it's you where you the take movie? them to the meatworks. You make lures at the meatworks. I thought that was a movie you went and seen the other day for three hours. <laughs> oh, that was Avatar. That was Avatar. <laughs> that was hard to watch in 3D. I'll give you the drum. I walked out like I'd bloody... It would be hard to watch LSD in any day, for the last... 
Oh. I've never even watched the first Avatar. No, oh, well, that's that's um, fool you because that's an incredible movie. The second one, like I don't it. think, lived up to the hype. Oh, really? I don't think so. No. But um, yeah, st- uh, I still enjoyed it. And some people, it, it's like the 3D side of it, uh, it was mixed emotion. Some people, it, the 3D is incredible. It really is. But to me, it done my head in a bit. Yeah. Whereas other people, um, they look, oh, man, that was the most fantastic. I could watch it a thousand times. And then the other half are like, ugh. I'm still hanging again. out for Clint Eastwood to bring some spaghetti westerns back. I don't think Clint's going to be bringing anything He's back. He's in his 90s. I seen wow, a picture of him the other day. How old? And you forget. You I, do I, forget. I blinked and he brought out bloody, you know, one of his old school movies. You know, uh, speaking of... Any um, which way but loose. And, then, and oh, all of a yeah. sudden now he's 90 years old. He's 90. And you, speaking of nostalgia, we have um, friends in, in the States. Mum and Dad met um, Bob and Doris of, of long past, past... Not long past away, passed away in the last five or six years. And when me and Kayleen went over and toured around the States quite a few years ago, we actually stayed with Bob and Doris. Yeah. Who had made friends with mum and dad when they were over there. So they said, come and stay with us. So they lived in a place called Ventura, mm. just out of California, uh, just out of Los Angeles. And we went and stayed with them. And Bob's brother, remember the TV show Laughing? No. Oh, there was a TV show called Laughing, and then all the Dean Martin roast and all those that okay. used to be on. Well, Bob's brother owned the rights to that. Okay. So when I went to, we stayed with Bob and Doris, hanging on. Their wall is pictures of Bob and Doris with Dean Martin and Bob Hope and Angie Dickinson and all the really old. And then hanging on the wall was a picture of John Wayne. And it's it, and it, he'd, he'd written on it, to Bob, all this signed John Wayne. And hanging beside that picture was one of the eye patches, original eye patches from True Grit that John Wayne wore. That wouldn't in the be mo- worth anything. No, I... I shoplifted it. I've got it at home. Good no, job. I didn't. I, I Good job. I, I look at that to this day and go, and when you see that movie come on, you go, oh. that's probably one of ten of those eye patches that are in the movie. But, yeah, yeah. but nostalgia. So, that, that is days. That is nostalgia, dude. So, all right, here's your trivia question. Clint yeah. Eastwood, every which way but loose, what was the monkey's name? Clyde. Oh, you that, okay, that was just to come to you straight away. Oh, you didn't even moves. give the listeners a chance. No, no, I didn't even give them a go. Oh, Clyde. I, I like watching his good old westerns and stuff like that. I like the old western style stuff. Yeah. Still, I get to get out my toy guns and my cowboy hat and hide behind the couch when they're on. So, But, mate, lures, and we're talking so about creepy, timber lures. Creepy. You know what one of my favourite, and, and mackerel lures, we've spoke, we've covered mackerel lures, but one of my favourite um, style of mackerel lures, um, we, we have all the pacemakers and we have the CD18s and we yep. we have the Halcos and all those, is um, the old timber um, biblis. Yes. And they just shimmy through the water. How, uh, Halco now have their Trembler Biblis and stuff like that. Most definitely. But many years ago, Leeds used to do a Biblis. Yeah. And it, it was a dynamite lure on, they on were. mackerel. Just, I think even um, George had a, a, yeah. a Biblis that was incredible. And it was. But he never made his specifically for mackerel because no. I think he only made a Biblis up to about four inch, five inch maybe. Yep. Whereas yeah, the Leeds right. one was way bigger. Yeah, it, and they were a, a dead, and I've still got a couple of them, hmm. and I still have um, the Master Blaster Biblis. Wow, for Mal Florence. Mal Florence. And, and they are, in the three pack. Yeah, but, but the thing is they're such a good lure and they work so well, hmm. but they're such, you can't get them now. So you sort of... 
crikey, do I do want to put it out there or do yeah. I want to use it or? Yeah, who was the other bloke that brought out a lot of business was Granville, Jake yeah. Granville. Yeah. He made a lot of bill- Yeah, there um, but the Leeds Biblis were just so weighted nicely with a lead lead chin and, okay. and just made so so good. And they did one called the Big Eye. Yes. That, and oh they they were just really, really cool. And lures. from them Biblis ones and look the Biblis were designed so that if you didn't want to troll to your spot, but you didn't want to go full speed, if you wanted to sit on 10 to 13 knots, that's where the Helco Trembler yeah. come in, your biblis, because they would, some of them control up to 17 knots. But, you know, for a height, from going to A to B, looking for ground, why not? Yeah, just throw them out. Yeah, yeah, why not? There's no Spaniards out there, so you won't hook one. Um, and it's my one dick. And, um, no, they're a really, really, really good thing. They just, and, and as the, the, the rods I use, out there for my Spaniards. I haven't got $500 graphite composite rods or anything like that. No. Um, my my trolling rods um, for my TLDs yeah. are just a standard um, backbone Shimano. Can't break them. Can't break them. They're, they're not overly expensive. And then I just run um, either a backbone spin or, yeah. or that style of 6 to 10 kilo spin rod yeah. um, for my... Spin spin outfits. Probably so. my favourite spin is the Saragossa. Yeah. Um, like I love, for, for my barriers, I love Stellas and whatever, yeah. but we all knew, but for a real, you can't break that's not going to break the bank for around that 350 mark or whatever. Them Saragossa. The Saragossa are beautiful, real. They kick some serious ass. But for my mackerel and, and marlin, I still use my spin fishers. Yeah. 850 spin fisher from Penn, the old style, the American ones. Yeah, beautiful. And um, just the good old TLDs out the back of the boat. Yeah, but what, the TLD 20, they're so big though. And yeah, the but it gives you a bit of line capacity. See, so I'm only running mono on it. So I've did only you got... sell your five? No, I've... Yes, I did. Sorry, I did. You did. What did you get for it, if you don't mind? 130. 130, which is a shame because that's not bad. That's more than what you I thought you would have got because if you sold that in 2005, you would have got 350. Yeah, for I, it. see, I don't use it. It's just sitting in the cupboard. Well, because of the the advancement of, like, let's say, Oshia, Shimano yeah. Oshias and whatever, people who had all of these TLD5s and 10s sitting in the cupboard went, oh. I might as well sell. I want one of them. So yeah. the market got flooded because once upon a time, no one got rid of them. No. And if you had a TLD5, you were rocking horse, not realising that there's a million of them out there and all of a sudden they come out of the woodwork. It's funny talking about rods because I was talking to Mick from Gold Coast and he was um, saying underneath the house he's got his um, – and you'd remember the Len Butterworths. Yeah, and, the uh, Butterworths. White blank, if I, if I remember. White Butterworths stuff were – I think they were solid fibreglass back in the day. Yeah. Good yeah. whipping sticks. You could beat the crap out of someone with them and they wouldn't break. <laughs> well, he's, he's also got a couple of the Black Queens. These, the, yeah. That's his favourite whiting rods, he reckons, yeah. and, and they are the Jarvis Walker Black Queens. Have you heard of ATFs? No. ATFs, they're an Aussie made blank. No. I don't no, know. no. But so, they're super old. They're 30, 40 years old. There, yeah, as well. so many around. But the, the Black Queens, like I had Black Queen rods when we were kids because they were awesome trout rods. Right. Rainbow So and they're brown obviously trout, a very, not, very light. Yeah, but they, they, they're not a light as in weight, but in light to use, very whippy rod. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, horses for courses. There's probably still a lot of people whiting fish or trout fish that still yeah. use their black queen. Because yeah. when I, when we were younger and that's all we used to fish for was rainbow and brown trout, yeah. Um, the rods I used back then were seven over seven foot. Yeah. And two to four kilos. So 
they were so, so whippy mm. that, um, and we ran two to four pound mono over them because, yep. tra- let's face it, in they're only brown trout. They're only 500 grams For or sure. a, a kilo at the most in the Goulburn, yeah. Goulburn River. Very pink flesh too, aren't they? Beautiful. That's because yeah. of what they eat. Right. Um, they, they take on... Not the tastiest fish in the world? They're not bad, mate. Yeah. They're not bad, but um, we used to catch a lot out of Yukon Bean. Yeah. Um, and they're, what trout, and, and a lot of fish are probably the same, take on the flavour, um, with your freshwater rainbow or brown trout, hmm. Um what they eat is what their flesh colour is. Yes. So if they start to eat heaps of yabbies and stuff like that, hmm. um, they're nice pink and nice to eat. But yeah. you, you, and very rarely did we ever eat hatchery fish. Right. But they were fed pellets. Yes. So their meat is really dark yeah. and brown. Yeah, yeah. So, but we used and to. And what about the taste difference between a brown and a rainbow, None. for instance? None. 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 Just, just in aesthetics, the rain, a really nice. What about fight? Um, rainbows are more um, in the air, right. jump a lot. Yep. Brown trout are down and slug it out. Okay. Um, so yeah, the fight difference is is much is very different. Okay. Yeah, rainbow trout, and we used to fly fish for them a lot, um, just on dark, good fun. And the mm. rainbows jump and the browns slog it out under the water. Yeah. Um, but they're not massive fish. If you got a five pound brown trout. Um, when we get that's a massive trout. That's a huge trout. Yeah, so ma- the majority of trout were in that one pound, one and a half, two pound on fly or mm. four pound line. Mm. And I've spoke about it before. It was really technical in the lake. Um, I used to use some stuff called mucilin. Yeah. And mucilin was like a, a wax gel. Yeah. And I used to, um, I was using tiny little Mitchell spin reels. Mm-hmm. So they were really tiny little reels. And so I used to have my four-pound line on and I used to walk walk it out and I used to get this mucilin on a rag and wind it back through the line. Okay. And then how we used to fish for them, we used to get a bubble float. What did the mucilin do? Float get, it? Yeah, used to float it. Righto. And we used to use bubble floats. So you would pass your line through the bubble float mm. and the bubble float would slide up and down your line mm. and then you'd have a stopper and then you would have a number 10 hook. <laughs> oh, that is baby. Yeah, so the hooks were tiny and we used to put um, a thing called a mud eye, which is a dragonfly larva. Yep. So they, when you're at Faust and stuff like that, you see all those little brown things that have crawled up the tree and it's yep. just the casing, the butter, the dragonflies flown out of it. Mm. So we would have that and the mucilin make your line float mm. and the bubble float just used to keep your, your mud eye off the bottom and then you used to sit there with it in free spool. So you would open the bale arm and have it on a little V stick yep. and then you would sit there watching and the trout had come along because if they felt resistant, so if they would not take your bait. Gotcha. So they would just drop your bait and off they'd go. So you wanted no resistance. So they would pick your mud eye up and you'd actually see your line going across the top of the water and you let it, let it run and let it run. And the only reason you have the bubble float was to get your bait out a little bit further to give you a bit of weight to cast because yeah. the line went straight through it. And you used to fill them with water. Used to pop the pin out of the bubble float, yeah. put water in it, and put the pin back in, so it helped you cast it out there. Well, there you go. Yeah, and amazing. Then, and, and you're fishing in some pretty beautiful country. Oh, too, lovely! Up in the snowy mountains, we used oh, to yeah. fish, nice fish a lot. But when we <laughs> used to fish, yeah, mate, I fished in the snow up there. No thanks. Um, but when we used to fish, say the Goulburn River for trout, 
we used to um, use a cork float. And same, we'd use worm or yabby or, yep. or stuff like that. And, and used to collect the old wine corks. Yes. And then used to get your knife and carve it into a tiny little um, wedge float. You used to put a little slit in the side of it and put your line in it and you'd put a little split shot down by your hook. Yes. And you'd walk along the river and find a nice little backwater and just flick your worms or whatever into the backwater and just watch your little float. And then it disappear under the water. Bang! You got a nice trout in the right. gold. And you used to keep them for a feed for the family. Yes, mate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, used to. And then um, a lot of the little streams that never tasted one, mate. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have to try one, mate. If someone said to me, "Here's a coral trout. Here's a rainbow or brown trout." Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, mate, I'll have the coral trout. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. But uh, they are. Uh, they're uh, whatever you do with them, they're fine. One of the nicest fish we used to catch. Um, when we were kids in the local streams was a, a native fish called a blackfish. Right. Um, and so we used to go chase blackfish with worms. And they, obviously, name suggests they're a blackfish, a little bit like an eel, but yep. not an eel. Um, and they were beautiful eating. They were little oily flesh and we used to catch a lot of blackfish in the creeks. They say our dodgy gudgeon fish are pretty tasty too, oh, they, I've I heard. Know. Oh, no, they're the yeah, old we're, sleepy cod. Maybe we used to have our treadleys or push bikes and off we'd go. Treadley. There was a heap of um, heap of little creeks around around the country town where I lived hmm. and we'd walk, push the bikes right along the road, lean them up against the fence in those days because yes. no one would steal them on you. Yes. And then off we'd walk through the paddocks um, and walk along the little creeks. Like these creeks were four foot wide, five foot wide, but they'd yeah. be going along and then they'd empty into a little hole or oh. or there'd be little weeds um, on the surface and the blackfish would be under the weeds. So it's amazing. Um, really good. And that's where our, our little black queens or black queen rods and whether And that's where they're all coming to their own. Yeah, mate. It's and, and it's just different style of fishing mm. that is so much fun when you're kids and when you're you're growing up as yep. as, as older kids. It was just really, <coughs> really cool. Like we used to um, go to Yukonbean every Easter. Yep. Most long weekends and all Christmas. A bit like Donnie Doon by the sounds of it. And and yeah, Bonnie Doon. Bonnie Doon, is it? Yeah, Bonnie Doon. Mate, Doon. I used to go fishing at Bonnie Doon. I used to live not far from Bonnie Doon. Yeah. Used to go New Year's Eve at Bonnie Doon. They used to have a really good, and there's not much in Bonnie Doon. No. Bar the big bridge and a pub and a mo few motels and stuff. So. What do they catch out of Bonnie Doon? Uh, that's um, the, that's fish? top of Eildon, yeah. which is uh, another lake. They get um, trout in there. Yeah. Um, it does have car in it now there's redfin in it yeah over the last um 15 20 years they've made a um a big effort to stock it with murray cod oh um because trout aren't weren't a natural species trout yeah. are introduced fish yeah um where and so are redfin they're an introduced species the movie uh, certainly put it on the map didn't it i'm going to bonnie doon yeah, yeah, yeah. mate bonnie doon's a, a great place like we used to when we were in our 18 19 20 in that um, Yobbo year, we used to drive our cars to a place called Jews Creek, Jerusalem right. Creek, which is a boat ramp way down the back end of Eildon um, Dam. Yep. Um, and we used to put the ski boats in. And back in those days, Eildon was chock-a-block. It was 100% full. It For many, many years, um, Eildon dropped a heap of water and there was no water at Bonnie Doon. Okay. And there's an awesome pub on the other side of the bridge of Bonnie Doon. And we could actually ski from Jews Creek all the way to Bonnie Doon Pub, oh. have a counter lunch, 
few beers and ski all the way back. That's a different day. Yeah, and, mate, you were skiing for four hours for the day all the way to the pub and then all the way back. You'd be built like Schwarzenegger. It was, it was awesome. So so back in the day, Bonnie Doon was – and it's still a lovely little place and it's probably got water under the bridge now, yep. um, which never had. So all through that eeld and they've stocked it with Murray Cod mm. um, and you see quite a few TV shows now um, where they're chasing Murray Cod in Eildon yep. years and years ago, unheard of. Yep. Um, but now they've made that effort to put a, a, nat- a, a native species back in the systems. Okay. Uh, but they still stock below Eildon, which is called the Pondage. Okay. Um, and they stock that with trout and stuff at the Pondage. The so, fish stocking is so important. Yeah, mate. And, and so very important. Snobs Creek Hatchery, and, and, and it was such a... When we were kids, um, Snobs Creek Hatchery, which is in Eildon, there's a yep. little town called Eildon, then there's a Pondage, then there's Eildon Weir. Um, Snobs Creek Hatchery, and if Dad took us to the hatchery... Yes. ...and have a look... Oh, it was just so, so cool. Exciting. Yeah, you were so excited to see these big broodstock trout and get to throw a handful of pellets in and watch them explode. That'd be pretty cool. So, so yeah, it was really, really cool. It was good good fun, that different style of fishing. Uh, but I love this style of fishing we do oh, here. me too. Um, it's, it's just so much fun. So. Hey, uh, a question before we go to an air break. Yeah. Slightly off topic, but um, fast hatches. Love them. Love them? Yeah. You're, okay, so explain the fast hatch. Uh, fast hatch is by mustard. Yep. Um, it's uh, a little clip to hold your lure on. It's actually like a little um, loop with a pigtail. So, so it, it, it eliminates the need for a loop knot? Yeah, eliminates the need for a loop knot, um, although I still use one from time to time. Yep. You um, trust the fast hatches? Yes, but I have had one come off. Right. But that's for me not looking. And it's a, a, a little loop on the end of a bit of wire. And it's got a little pigtail on it, so you sort of feed your lure onto right. it and clip it down into it. Mm. I haven't had many come undone. I've had one. I won't use them with the soft plastics. No, I don't with soft plastics. No, but soft hard plastics. Bodies. Hard bodies, I don't have a problem with, and I use them when, like, if I'm using one of Craig's um, wind-ons, because I don't want to waste the, yeah. the leader by tying Chop. loop knots yeah. every time. So if I if I do a, a bit of trolling, I don't mind putting a, a clip on, whether it be a fast hatch or whether it be a cross lock. Yeah. Um, because I'm always changing trolling lures. I'm changing this. I'm changing that. For sure. Even when I cast, I start – if I'm going to do – And they're cheap, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're not expensive. And if, if I'm casting hard bodies, um, I could have a 20-foot leader and I change my lure that much. By the end of the day, I've got two inches of leader left. Yeah. Because I just yeah. change. Oh, this lure's not working. Another one. Yeah, it's not a bad way to be. I go right through the but whole But when I get an instinct, when I get a feel, I'm like, Ur. Yeah. Well, I'm oh, gonna, no. I'm terrible. Away. I'm a shocker at changing. There's nothing wrong with that. No. All right, we'll go to our next round of song and ad breaks. When we come back, we'll talk to Miss M from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. And after, not too long after that, we'll cross straight over and have a talk to Shane Jarvis, our uh, regional BLA rep, who was doing a fantastic job. And he's always fun to have a chat to. Um, take this opportunity to thank all of our sponsors. Thank you so much, Cruz, for looking after us. And uh, we'll be back shortly. If this song doesn't get you in the mood, nothing will I love the riffs and uh, as far as pub gangs go they were one of the seen them yeah good on (coughs) you awesome anyway turn it up again bye
Vibes and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with one hour of requests. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show, and it is that time of the morning when we cross over to Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, M. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we all? Yeah, wonderful. And what a beautiful morning we have. It's outstanding. What's it look like out the front of your beautiful area? It's nice. We've got nice blue skies, a couple of little white fluffy clouds around, and it's a little bit uh, a little bit windy, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a nice, nice sunny day. Oh, gorgeous. I was, um, was going to leave the boat in the shed this weekend, but I'm half tempted to hook it up tonight and go and have a bit of a play nice and early in the morning and get back before that um, heat kicks in because the weather seems to be quite beautiful here. So I'll see what, what it does for the rest of the day and go from there. Oh, for sure, for sure. No, we've got um, some big tides happening here at the moment too, so we got we got the king tide action. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it's nice. I'm glad the rain sort of cleared up. we got a uh, full house here at the lodge. we got uh, a lot of people getting out and you know, exploring the area, so it's nice that uh, it's nice and sunny and the rain sort of bug it off for the weekend. <laughs> oh, so. gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, it's looking lovely for this weekend. It is, and it won't be the, uh, the last of our rain. We're certainly going to get more than that, I do believe, because um, I don't oh, think no, it's, it's yeah. even touched yeah, base definitely. yet. Yeah, oh, brilliant. I love seeing the thunderstorms come over. Like the wet season, I love standing at the lodge, like out the front. You know, you can just watch them rolling over, and it's yeah, it's pretty amazing to see it all come over. And you know, it's just spectacular view. You know, you just watch the clouds roll in, you can hear the thunder, you can see the lightning, and yeah, mm. it's very like picturesque sitting there watching it come over. So, oh, it yeah, would it's, be. A, it's a good view. <laughs> the, uh, the water clarity must be pretty average at the moment with all that moisture, and then um, obviously with the uh, king tides, it must be yeah. out the front horribly yeah, brown. She's, she's a bit, she's 
she's a bit chalky, a bit chalky milkshake. <laughs> oh, it would be awful. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's part of it, I guess. And, um, yeah, it hasn't stopped people wanting to get out there and, you know, have a fish and explore. And, yeah, so you can imagine the waterfalls will be pumping at the moment. So Oh, you yeah, can see be... them on the highway as oh, you're driving along. Yeah. It's like full on. And they'd be freezing too, so... <laughs> they would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I actually haven't been up to... Uh, do, you, do you ever go for a drive up Little Crystal Creek or Big Crystal Creek and go for a swim there or not really? I haven't for a long time, no. Not uh, always used to do the, the Crystal Creek thing, but I haven't done Crystal Creek for a long time. We sort of go a bit more north now, so we do like Five Mile or go to Broadwater or, you know, just check out those ones instead, just do something different. No, for but, sure. Um, Five Mile is a really, really great fishing, uh, it's not fishing, swimming spot to yep. go. It's just, yeah, you've got like a nice little rock to jump off and yep. um, like further down there's a little bit of rapids where you can, you know, sit the kiddos in a floaty and float them down. They have a ball. So, oh. but it is freezing when, yeah, when you go. It's very cold. <laughs> I bet it is. is that, isn't that where the, the um, it's, it's like crystal blue or... That's the um, the spa pool. They're a little bit further up. That's like um, after you go into Cardwell. Right. Uh, this is before before the Cardwell. Before you get there, so it's just. Oh, I guess it's five mile before Cardwell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just turn off the highway there, and yeah, we used to go there all the time. It was our favourite spot for ages. We used to just just like every weekend we'd take the kids there. Um, but it is yeah, it's really 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 nice spot, and they've got like little campgrounds that you can sit and have your have a bit of lunch, have a picnic or whatever, and, um, yeah, it's good. It's a good place to go. So, and it's only, like, 45 minutes from here, so... Oh, well, that's awesome. I, I've actually, at, we were talking to the boys at Napa the other day, and we've got to organise our uh, annual, because it's become an annual thing now, to grab all the lads together and come up for our fish. So we're um, going to think of a time, and we've got to work around all of the tournaments and weddings and everything that yes. you guys are hosting at the moment. So, so <laughs> it might have to be like a June thing when they're in the quiet period. So, so. Yeah, you'll have to get some dates, and we'll have a look and see what we can do for you. So, yeah, we get... It's it's one of those things like you. It's so hard to pick a time of year when you want to come up for groups because everybody's got something on and it is hard to to get organised. But yeah, as soon as you pick those dates, we'll get in there and sort something out for you guys. But yeah, it's it's such a good place to come for groups. You know, you get book out a couple, couple of the rooms. You know, you're all close together. It's all everything's there that you need. So we get yeah a lot of those sort of group. We get a lot of Christmas in July things happen. So you know, people come up for their work Christmas parties halfway through the year and yeah, yeah, it's just out perfect and everyone has such a great time so good team building environment <laughs> yeah it is it is but we've um like i think i might have mentioned to you like last week or something that we've got to um have to hire a couple of boats because there's um everyone because we had such a good time last year everyone's put their hand up no i'm coming this year and um Excellent. and we've only got a certain number of boats and now we're gonna have to organize to, to hire one or two so. Definitely, yeah, no, that's it's a good idea. And even people that like they come and they don't do the fishing, they they still sort of sit and relax, or they go out and explore. So, you know, it doesn't matter whether they go out fishing or not. It's just a nice, nice little getaway. So, but um, yeah, we've been it's it's been really really nice here. Everyone at the lodge has just been having a good time, and uh, just the environment and everybody comes. They're so relaxed. Everyone's so happy. We just had the best people come through. So, such a strong start to the year. You know, everybody coming through just yeah, been amazing and. Uh, it's looking, shaping up to be a good year. Hey, Em. Hey, guys. Sorry I ignored you yesterday. Oh, <laughs> ring you and ring you and ring you. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, it's been a crazy day yesterday. What, and then I, what, what do they the call it? What do they call it these days? I've been ghosted. Oh, I ghosted you. Sorry, yeah, guys. It's all good. <laughs> 
That's all right. I'll ring you next week and you can ghost me if it'll make you feel better. No, no, it's all good. I would never ghost you, unlike some people I know. Hey, uh, how are you lo- looking for Easter? That's coming up super quick. Yeah, Easter is booked out. Yep. Um, I do have availability before and after Easter, um, but you can always jump on the wait list. Uh, you know, there's still a bit of time. People do pull out, things happen. Um, so you can jump on the wait list there, and if anything happens, you can make it on and get a booking. Um, but, yeah, otherwise there is availability before and after. Yep. Um, and what's, we've got week, long weekends coming up, and, yeah, so if you're keen to get up, get, get in for that. You know, we've only got the 10 apartments, so, you know, it's a very... Niche, niche clientele. So yeah, no, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> hey, Martin, <laughs> Marty was just speaking about sourcing some boats. Has Benny got his high, little higher tinny going yet, or? Uh, yes, I think he does. Yes, so yeah, there's one. Uh, there's Benny one. Wild Henshin Book Adventures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, perfect. All right, Emma. Yeah. How, how can we get hold of you if we want to book a book a stay or see what's going get- on? Give me a call on 0477-999-900. also got to give a birthday shout-out to Charles. He's turning seven tomorrow. Oh, growing. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, he'll be telling yeah. you, he'll be telling you uh, what's going on. And then yeah, not long. <laughs> not long well, speaking, speaking, <laughs> of, uh, speaking of birthday shout-outs, happy birthday this morning to Kayleen. And a happy oh. birthday, hap- not my Kayleen, oh. Kayleen from Blue Water. Oh, happy birthday, Kayleen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, I don't know. I can't remember what date Kayleen's birthday is. It's this year. Oh, so are you right. serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, of course I know. I just don't know the anniversary. I actually don't know what date I would just shut got. up. She's just working. Stop. No, just I don't. That whole diva. <laughs> yeah, and happy birthday to Dylan. He is a romantic Dylan's in the end. Dylan's 14 Ooh. today. So, Kayleen's... <laughs> Kayleen's an awesome age, and Dylan's still a young a man at 14. So, a young man. Happy birthday, you lot. And Charles, yeah. tomorrow, happy birthday. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to think when uh, anniversary is. I won't think too hard because I'll get myself in trouble. But I don't... you got to save it in your calendar, Gaz. So you set it for a yearly reminder, and then you can yeah. do like a reminder two days before, and then you're, then you're on the ball then. <laughs> well, what do I save it as the worst day of my life, or...? No, the luckiest. You got that, that's <laughs> no, no, I know it's early in the year. It's coming up. It's February sometime. I think. Looks like you're in trouble. No, it's September. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Give up, mate. I have yeah. no Give idea. Up. It's not an important date in your life. No. So. Barra- I know when Barra season opens, though. <laughs> well, for you, it's yeah. first of January. For everyone else, it's first. Well, of I don't know what Kayleen's going to uh, be like during the week when my new Min Coda. Um, turns up and it sleeps between us for the first two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'd be all right if you remembered the anniversary. So you should oh, have no. put it in your well, I'll remember when I bought my <laughs> Minn Kota. <laughs> all right, Miss M, we're going to let you go. Okay, Aline. Good on you, Ham. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, if anyone uh, wants to call up for a room or ask about anything, just give us a call, 0477 Um Yeah, we're here to... You know, let you know what, what's in the rooms and if you need to ask anything. It's hard. You know, we talk about it on the radio and that, but, yeah, if you, if you need to know anything, just give us a call and we can help you book something. Good stuff, Em. Cheers, mate. All right, thanks, guys. You have a good one. Hey, talk to you later. Yeah, I'll ghost you during the week. Yeah, okay, sounds good. See, See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Ah, uh, there oh, we go, awesome. Emma. Loose in the fishing great place lodge. to go. Like, uh, you get a bunch of families or even just a couple of yous or a heap of blokes, off you go. Off you go. Got the pontoon, pull the boat up. Step out of it, have a feed, step back in the boat, go fishing. Mm. Beautiful. It sounds like a good one to me.
It's perfect. I'll take that indeed. I reckon. All right, when we come back from this um, uh, next set of ad breaks, which we're getting through uh, nicely, we'll be giving um, Shane Jarvis from BLA a call and see what's going on in the world of Minkota and, and Hummingbird, Hummingbird and a whole heap of other stuff. Um, sit back, enjoy this song. It's uh, a huge bit of meaning to everyone, so um, I hope you like it. Let's turn it up and let's get the ball started.
flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats. Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this. Speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best-kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down Station sponsor. Here's another disaster ready tip brought to you by Townsville City Council. Communication is really important during an emergency. As part of your emergency plan, make sure you have the following. Emergency phone numbers for police, fire, ambulance and SES. Contact numbers for medical services, council, electricity and other service providers and your insurance company. Be disaster ready. Visit disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au for more information. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And once or twice a year, we like to bring a bit of intelligence onto this program. And to start it in that style, Shane Jarvis, BLA representative. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Intelligence, that's a bit of a, a bit of a long stretch, oh, my friend. Mate, it was the biggest bit of bullshit I've ever told on this show. <laughs> I'm so, impressed. Run with it, my friend, run with it. <laughs> How are you going this morning? Oh, man, we're awesome. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Oh, good. It was your first week back, and uh, you would have had to cover 1,678 phone calls and the, probably the same amount of emails of people saying, what's happening? I want my sounder. I there want was this. Only I want one, that. There was only one important one that was oh, well, needed. You, you were one million of them. He got me. He did well. Yeah, hey, yeah. Jarvo. He was one million and one. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you looked after the one. That's exactly right. Ah, good stuff. How's the week been, buddy? How much rain did you get up there in Cairns? Um... Not as much as we thought we were going to get, no, to be honest. No. I mean, we've had storms and, and showers sort of on and off every day, but we definitely didn't get what you guys copped all, you know, when we got through the south. Yeah, no, it was fairly hectic around Mackay. We were actually um, talking earlier on on the show about how Faust went off with all those gutters and drains and valleys all feeding into uh, the dam. Yeah, that would have been really good. They got a fair bit more up the tablelands than we got in Cairns, so luckily I think Tinaroo's on about 98%. Yep. I think, or correct me if I'm wrong, but I, yeah, it's it's getting there, which is good. Well, the Barren Falls were pumping. I've seen quite a few videos that people have taken of the falls, and they were really racing over. 
Yeah, yeah, and there'll be um, it'll be flowing in for a while yet up there, which is really good. We haven't seen it full, I think, for a couple of years. So yeah, no, that's really good. Do you get, get going? That's yeah. I've been getting a few up there at the moment, which is good. Do you get up there much to fish Tinaru? Not as much as I used to, to be honest with you. I used to do it a real lot when I was younger, back in you know the day back in those days. Yes. But, um, yeah, I haven't done it probably for twelve months now. I need to get up yep. um, the next few weeks once it settles down at work. I'll um, I'll do a few trips. I was planning on going up there over Christmas, but it was a bit wet. Yes, it was, mate. Always is up there at times. You drive through the tablelands there, and it's always raining. It's funny how when you're in your twenties, you don't mind sitting in a wet boat, but as you get a little bit older, it's not as I used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and know. there's nowhere worse. Hinchinbrook is, is. They say it's the eighth wonder of the world, and fair enough. But when it's raining, that joint is miserable. It is awful. <laughs> is, it, is it fine there, though? Does it ever get fine there? Well, apparently this morning we're talking to uh, Lucinda Fishing Lodge and Emma was saying that uh, the sun is out. So, uh, yeah. so th- they'll pay the price for that in about 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly but it's, right. it, the, the sun is usually out on the southern end and the northern end. Once you get just near Haycock and it rolls down through that valley over the uh, over the ma- uh, mountains on the hill, yeah. on the island, then it cops you. Have you ever spent your day just ch- running from it? Yes. It's so hard. You think you've got it. Yeah, yeah. You end up in cans. Yeah. You, you think you've got it, and no, it, it gets you. But, uh, but yeah, you're right, mate. I actually fished up there many years ago with the lads from Shimano, and they could not believe how cold it was up there. Because yeah. I turned up with a jacket and coat, and, and they'd come up from down south. A and decent it, person would have given them a heads up, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but they didn't think it got, got that cold. But yeah, yeah we you had remember a remember that May comp. Um, oh. oh, I think it was five or six years ago, and there was fog as we were running up the channel. It was freezing. It, well, yeah. it was after that. It was after that year that um, the powers that be said, "You know what? Having the shotgun start where everyone takes off at the same time is a uh, disaster for a tragedy." So, In the uh, fog, it, it was scary. It was really, yeah, it, and I was so nervous that the bloke beside in front of me was going to back off, because you would literally you would go right, over so the top of them. It was a nightmare. So for no one pe- knew what to do. It was a nightmare for people who wear glasses, because <laughs> a you could not see through the fog, yeah. and b you could not see through your glasses. Well, everyone was blind yeah. anyway, and like all you could go off was your GPS. Yeah. So you just trusted your GPS, and then I can remember talking to um, to my partner and I said, what do we do here? And he said, whatever you do, don't take it off the throttle. And then we're like, well, if the boat in front of us says the opposite, here, back it off, let's go slow, then, because it was that thick. It yeah, was I out of control, wasn't I'll, it? I don't go quick enough to worry about that. No, well, th- th- it was nine o'clock by the time you got to the fog area. So. <laughs> and it was starting to lift. <laughs> It was all burnt off by the time. It, it was a change of seasons. By the time I, yeah, by the by the time I got to Haycock, it was time to come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Gaz. I'm no quicker than you, mate. No. Mine, so we just uh, we just sit at the back and watch everyone else go past. Yeah, no, it's all right, mate. Those uh, fast boats can have have their fast stuff. Well, so. I'm a watcher these days, so yeah. I just voyeur the whole thing and I do what you guys do. Even though I could keep up with it, I, I'm like, nah. Well, I'll most of the time it. I turn around and go the other way. I go straight up Dunjo to start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm usually fishing by the time... It, well, yeah, you no. do like a false start 
turn around and yeah, bolt back. Get your little fake shot away and then turn <laughs> off around. I go. <laughs> go back the opposite and go direction. Back. Why is he going backwards? His yeah. trailer must have broke again. <laughs> again. Not this time. I got a new trailer through the year. And we're just talking about just before you come on how, uh, how uh, there's a bit more room being made in the bed because you've got a Minkota between Kayleen and Gary yeah, coming in the next couple of days. It's sleeping between us for the next two weeks. He won't let that out of his sight, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, thanks for that, mate. Looking forward to it uh, turning up. That'll get you back in the game, though. That's good. We're, we're finally getting some stock in now, which is really good. Um, Downers aren't too bad, the Minkotas. We've even got... There's a few stores that have even got some of those elusive 80-pound, 72-inch motors that are starting to roll through now. So mm. yeah. We're slowly getting back on track finally, which is awesome. Yeah, it makes it hard, mate, when supply overseas. And not just you guys. I spoke to um, the guys down at Taxpo just before Christmas and, and a lot of the Chinese factories where they deal with a, a, because of COVID and not opening and it's affecting cast nets. It's affecting all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I think we don't realise in this country that there's still a lot going on, you know, especially in China, that... They still are shutting factories down, and we don't hear about it. So no. we just assume that life's going on as normal. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really hard when you don't know that. And transport's still an issue. That's lack of containers, and, you know, that's the story that yeah. we're sort of hearing out in the field, and that seems to be with everybody. So it's, I think it's going to be another, you know, at least another six to eight, maybe 12 months before it's sorted out. But, yeah, at least we are getting a few more bits and pieces coming now. The, the Minkota spare parts, they're starting to roll in. Yep. Mate, so, how, yeah, hopefully we'll get you know we'll get back on top. Yeah, how uh, how are you going with the sounders? There's uh, a good supply coming in. Is there anything new in the future that you can talk about? Or at, at the moment, we haven't been told anything, but um, it is the start of the year, so yeah. we normally don't. We normally start hearing about that sort of stuff around the start of the season, so around the May, you know, May June. Yep. Um, usually, if there's anything really big that comes out in the states, they normally release it at ICAST. All oh, right. Um, yes. Which, yep. Which is late in the year, um, mate. I think yeah, they they definitely be working on something. That's you know that's a that's it's a given evolution. at the moment. Everyone's always working yeah. on technology, so there'd be. I, I think it's just probably a little bit of a slowdown at the moment because they haven't been able to keep up with what yep. they've demand for what they've got. But yeah, they'd definitely be working on bits and pieces and refining them. That's for sure. Mate, we're always um, going on about three sixty or side imaging or live or all that type of stuff. But um, you guys still do the standard basic sounder, sonar, down down imaging, colour that that if yeah, people yeah, don't want to yeah, jump, yeah, they yeah, just want a sounder in the boat. There's still those good old traditional stuff that we all had in our boats um, fifteen years ago. And surprisingly, we still actually sell good numbers of them. Yep. You know, the average guy that just wants to go out and bait fish, and that's all he does, and he just wants to know how deep it is and look for his, look for his drop-offs and bits and pieces. He's not interested in the side imaging. Yep. Um, yeah, there's, there's still a definite good market for those. Oh, and you need it. Yeah. You need it. Like, when I go out the back looking for finger mark at the back of the island, I don't use my side imaging. No. Just I go, it's just standard, yeah. you know. So, and, and yeah. I must admit, the down imaging I, I put on to... When I think I've found fish and good fish, I, I definitely confirm that on my down imaging because yep. if, it, if they're solid, if they're like finger mark, whatever, they'll show up on the down imaging as well. So Yeah, I, I think yeah. we, well, we sort of look past that type of thing that there's still the traditional um, sounder GPS setups there that, mm. uh, that people can use. And, and you can, correct me if I'm wrong, you can buy your standard down imaging sonar, but you can also get, the down imaging, you don't have to get the side imaging on it. You don't have to get side, yeah. yes, correct. Yeah. 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 
that's probably one of the most popular ones that we sell. They don't just want the uh, like the, the standard traditional 2D, but they still go with the DI and, and the traditional 2D. So that sort yep. of gives you the best of both worlds. And that, yeah. yeah. The, and that the, 2D is chirp now awesome. too. So yeah. the chirp technology yeah. goes... And a lot of people still don't understand chirp, what what what, to, what settings to have it on and so forth. So, yeah. Yeah, and you can actually adjust all of that and go through and depending on, you know, how, yeah, how deep you're fishing, where you're fishing, it's a lot of people just turn their sounders on too and that's fine and just sort of use them and they work fine straight out of the box. But yep. if you do actually st- spend a bit of time and play with your settings, you can get your pitches so much more clear and crisp than what they are out of the box. Yeah, I bet. Definitely. Yeah. Because every waterway has different salt densities and clarity and this and that and yeah. and like I'm continuously adjusting my side imaging not my 2D um, or down imaging but my side imaging I'm forever changing the contrast and so forth and uh, just yeah. to, just to get that picture perfect yeah. So, yeah probably probably one of the biggest movements for us at the moment is actually as, as far as power supply goes so the lithium batteries they're starting to take off really well at the moment with the charges yes um, and then we've also got obviously BLA is not just Hummerbird Minkota there's you know thousands and thousands of other products um, mm. you know for instance uh, the scan strut the, uh, the wireless charges so I know Nighty's got one on his boat he's had one on his boat for a couple of years and we've got this little motto actually we gave him one to try out before we actually released him and there's a little motto of, uh, if if Nighty can't break it, it's definitely worth well worth having. So you know, <laughs> yeah. he's had one on his boat for a couple of years, and it's going really well, and that's available in a varied number of different sort of... Um, oh, yeah, you can have, like, flat charges, angle charges, ones that actually sit in a little <coughs> phone, uh, phone holder. They're, yeah, they're yep. awesome. Oh, Especially man. now with modern technology, everyone's using their phones now for taking photos, streaming music, you know, they, yeah, they want charging their phone all the time. Yes, no, I fully gone the, agree. Gone are the days of the USB port in the in the uh, in the dash and plugging them in. Now everyone's gone to wireless chargers. Yeah, yep. yep. No, that's a good thing to have, mate. Before we let you go, we're going to have you uh, in the studio for a podcast in a few weeks time. Yeah, when you when ja- Jarvo. Yeah, so as soon as I've got that planned, um, probably in about three weeks. I haven't nailed it down yet, but yep. all my runs will start now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're so going to do a. Uh, as as we're going to sit down for forty minutes during the week one night and do a proper podcast, which yeah. which will be just a, a hummingbird Minkota podcast. After about. we've done that, we should organise just go and have a quick feed or whatever. Yeah, we meet up with Reese and the boys. Yeah, we'll that's we'll sort something idea. out. So yeah. no, it'll be awesome. So be really really cool. Good on yeah, you, Jarvo. Really good. All no right, man. Guys, take care. Have a good day. Thanks heaps, Jarvo. Thanks for looking after me during the week. Anytime, my friend. Just give me a call if you have any dramas. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, yeah, mate. Heaps. I'll talk to you through the week, mate. Yep, sounds good. Cheers. See you bye, mate. Bye-bye. Ah, bye. uh, there we go. Jane Jarvis. Yeah, we'll um, get Jarvo uh, and I'll do uh, topic-specific because that's what now the podcast studio is up and running. Yeah. Uh, we'll do um, little 40-minute runs instead of the three-hour show, which a lot of people like. Yeah. Um, we'll just do 40 minutes. So we'll just talk about settings and stuff with Jarbo for your sounder. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get other people in. We'll get Adam in and talk about red fishing and Reese or whoever, barras yeah. or whiting or trailers or boat motors or mm. and just do a big series of uh, little informative stuff. And a lot stuff. of the guys that listen, uh, they travel like I do or, or, yeah. or like Shana does, and they listen to the podcast while they're on the road. Yes. And it just helps pass the time away and they pick up yeah. little bits and pieces and just sometimes well you know, every all over the joint down at um sonoma in the mines bravas all those guys tune in when they finish night shift or during the day when they're getting ready for night shift or at yeah. night for day shift so yeah it's yeah. really cool 
Beautiful. Well, we're going to go to our next song on our break, and when we come back, we might take an early call and see what's happening at Wild Local this morning. And after that, we'll round up a bit more fishing talk, and then we're going to give away some of our fantastic prizes. I'm going to play a song now that Gary and I... Actually, if you have a special guest in the studio, uh, we've got this uh, potion as well, and we'll be, probably give it to you if you're, um, if you're lucky. Oh, a little something like this. Hit it. Come on. Cool, cool, and that a bar. And I'm looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around, but none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh, and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up with LOC? The girls are all jocking at the other end of the bar. Having drinks with some no-name chump when they know that I'm a star. So I got him and over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy why he's so fly. He said, Funky Cole Medina. Get more chicks, put a little Medina in your glass, and the girls will come real quick. It's better than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion, and she'll be on your lap. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg, and then he licked his bowl, and he looked at me and did a wild thing on my leg. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. I got Spuds, Mackenzie, Alex, and Strohs. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina pal. I went up to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I like a drink. I said, mm, I'll go get it. And then a couple of sips, she go lick the lips, and I knew that she was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got her dress, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw her mouth. I don't fool around with no Oscar Mayer wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s, the down with the ladies, no joke. Break it down. Destined on the love connection. The audience voted, and you know they picked a winner. I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner. 
We had a few drinks, I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting. Instead, she started talking about plans for our wedding. I grabbed my coat and hit the door. I said, baby, I'll be seeing ya. That's why I found you don't fool around with the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? That Medina's a monster. K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor, Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Another disaster-ready tip brought to you by Townsville City Council. Make sure everyone in your household is prepared for an emergency. Prepare an emergency kit and keep it in a safe and accessible place. Review and practice your emergency plan regularly. Make sure you have a fully stocked first aid kit in your emergency kit. Tune in to weather warnings. Be disaster-ready. Visit disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au for more information. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's nearly half past past the hour of 9 o'clock, so we're getting to that stage of the show where things get interesting. And keeping things interesting, we're going to cross over the wild local and have a talk to our main man, Dom. Good morning, Dom. How are you? Morning, gentlemen. How are we today? Oh, we are fantastic. How are you going? Have you got any uh, fishing on the horizon or what's happening? Um, yeah, we're getting... I was supposed to go this week, tomorrow, but oh, them tides, they're all king tides. Huge. Water coming over the beach. Yeah, they're crazy, hey? Yeah. Huge. What, were you, what would you do in these... Let's say you're going to go barra fishing up at Hinchinbrook Channel on these tides after this rain. Would you bother launching the boat or would you? what, what would your plan be? Oh, there's a lot of fellas like them really big drops, big runouts, pull out, lot of lot of eddies, lot of lot of dead water country like where you find them backwaters and, and, and they like that sort of stuff. Yep. I prefer a little bit more a bit more water to play with, a um, little bit more concentrate. But yeah, I look you can still fish, you can fish any tide in the channel. Doesn't matter if it's a king tide. Yep. Or it's no neap tide. Yeah, like it all varies. <coughs> this sort of stuff, you probably work in the beaches where you uh, wouldn't get up in, into that high country. Yeah. 
but it's not calm enough for that. She's blowing, eh? Oh, it is blowing. Okay. Well, we are talking to some people out on the water this morning. It may have changed now within two hours. And, uh, and they said that the uh, out the front is absolutely glorious. So. Yeah, it's all it's all variable, eh? It, it's hard to pick even the... I, I don't know how night he is, but like Benny uh, said... Yeah, you, know, you can go out next minute. Storm, storm will pop up, and you you got to deal with it. But, yeah. Um, yep. Fair enough. The ones that are brave enough and like at the beaches and they push out, and once that breeze starts pushing up, they start coming in. So a lot of a lot of people playing in close. Yeah. And they're getting a lot of good fish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know how big to go to the reef. Is it? Um, Bit risky there. Like Ten to fifteen, eh? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. No thanks. No and there's supposed to be, we were looking at the maps last night, there's supposed to be a low popping up out the front here this week. Ooh, I that could be interesting. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, it just seems to, some have got it, some haven't got it, so it's not that, yeah, it's going to happen. It's, um, some are saying that there's a cell going to pop up straight out from Townsville, Ingham, yep. in the bay here. Okay. So I'm just watching it and just seeing what's happening, but... I've oh, been probably more rain than anything as usual at yeah. that time of year. But yeah, no, all the creeks are running pretty good, eh? But yeah, we going to yeah. get a cyclone this year, in your opinion, Dom, or what? Uh, anything's possible. It's just all these lows are pushing out to sea again. See, yeah, You're watching them, they're all just they're all running out. And even if they form, they get sucked out to sea. Yeah, so, is the water still warm yeah. enough? Well, I haven't been. I haven't. I haven't talked to anyone. It's been hot the last couple, the last week's been pretty humid. So, yeah, fair uh, enough. The, the crabs should be moving around with these big tides now. They'll start on the next on these dropping tides. Should get some crabs. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I fishing anywhere the same with these big tides. You just get up a bit more in the back country and once it starts dropping, just doesn't give you a lot of time to play with. That's all. Yeah, no, that's you know, right. One minute you got water, next minute you got nothing. But ah. Uh, yeah, you um, yeah, it um, you just got to fish the tide. If you're picking a day to go, you probably wouldn't pick it. But if you had a day off, you go and fish it anyway. And you, you always work something out, eh? Yeah, no, but I agree. I agree. Where's the freak going? Where is it? Yeah, he's yes. got, he's just going to go and sign off on the bloody um, paperwork for our giveaways. So uh, he's run the grab our sheets. New, have you said uh, there's a new app on the data collection? No. On, um, for the Spanish mackerel as a uh, research instead of going through certain avenues we're getting a collective data uh, naturally on our own side so oh collecting mackerel data which is interesting I'll put the question if, if we should um, enter our tackle stalls and collecting rec mackerel data as well because there's always um there's that information there that we should be collecting as well so okay hey the freaks back on, on hey mate now. I just had to do a quick run around no worries, buddy. Hey, uh, you see that new app coming out of, of the collecting of mackerel data? No, not yet. Did you see that? You haven't seen it? No, I haven't no. looked yet. I've heard nothing oh. from him. Ooh. Nothing. And he's angry. He's angry. I'll so. talk to you about it. Stop being angry, grumble bum. Anyway, <laughs> I'll probably... I'll probably... I'll send it to you and have a look. I, 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 I just think maybe there's a... To, to get the data rolling even faster is getting the tackle stalls on side and getting reckies and putting their mackerel data into there and <coughs> getting it collected. Well, I don't know of... what's going on, mate. The working group has been non-existent. Made the well, de- it's made collapsed the, the mundo. Made the decisions? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's more... 
on the private side commercially, and I think we should be introducing the recs. I don't know. There's a bit of discussion happening about it, but yeah, I, I, I just think that'd be another alternative too because everything's affecting everybody. It's not just Joe Blow. It's affecting everybody in every position and every way. So. How have you seen it affect in your shop, for instance, Dom? Well, short term, there's nothing yet because we still be out of the supply. But once it kicks in and starts getting through to the Gulf and then into Darwin and all that sort of stuff, yeah, you know, like it, it, it's going to shortfall. And I'm I'm doing it now. I'm I'm bringing back old school. Yeah, you know, I'm doing eight bucks a piece. Yes. Uh, local fresh fish. So it doesn't matter what it is. I just nominate whatever I want to put through the fries. And yeah, I'm getting a, I'm getting a good response. So at the end of the day, I, I think. The days of walking in and going, oh, I want this, this and that, is going to be really limited. So yep. it's going to be, oh, I want a piece of fresh fish. <clears throat> and it's going to be in that situation. A lot of people still treat their systems as, oh, everything's on tap. And it's not. And you're just talking about cast nets and all this stuff overseas. And it's going to happen locally. And the thing is... You know, it's it's all right for Brisbane River and all them to go and drop everything what they want in the ocean, and it's fine. All they can shift all the sand on the Tweed Point back around to the Gold Coast because it's affecting property value and all this sort of jazz. But up here, if we we drop something in the ocean, we're destroying the Great Barrier Reef. And if we take government grants away, I think the world will be a, such a happy place to live in because everything will be perfect. There won't be any reef disasters land siltation, nothing happening because it's all generated around these wankers. Sorry, I'll put 10 bucks in the in the swear bin. Yes, that's please. All right. That's all right. Sorry, I apologise. But yeah, there's all these... People. I call them freaks because you're a good bloke and you're a freak, Gary. Oh, but thanks, there's people mate. Out there, there's these people out there that keep saying how disastrous everything is. Chicken littles, or mate. Let's just call them the chicken government. littles of the world. Yeah, that's right. And, they, and they're chasing government grants. They're all looking for funding because they've got no other way to generate income. And they say the world's a doom and gloom. And I really think, boy, look, it doesn't matter how many boaties we got up here. I think between our wrecks and any industry or the walkers or the adventurers, we keep our place pretty clean, you know. Yeah, we, I agree. We look after our environment. Everyone does everything quarterly. You know, you don't see oil everywhere. You don't see rubbish everywhere. And if there's a bit of rubbish, there's a good, do gooders like ourselves and other people that go around and pick stuff up and try and keep it that happy place. That's why we live here. Yep. That's why we live here. But yet there's all these rules and regulations down south. We're going to come to a stage where we won't have a choice. It's like bait. To get mullet bait for wreck fishes is getting harder. And harder and harder. And there's people walking, oh, how come you haven't got mullet? Because we haven't got these people chasing it. And if they are chasing it, you've got to make it worthwhile for them to go and do the opposite of what they're doing. Yeah? It's like asking you, Marty, to go and sell, sell ham instead of parts. You go, I don't want to sell ham, but if you pay me enough, I'm going to go and do it. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. And this is what and this is what's happening out there. All in, and, and, and our pilchards are going to go. And our, our, oh, don't you know, say that. Well, that, that's all That's all there because we always thought we were untouchable. Mm. And the thing was, they were smart. They Once they took away our commercial system, was so foundation locked in, they've just gone and taken it away. And some people go, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, you imagine walking up and someone takes 75% of your tools out of the back of your ute 
and you still got to go and do the same job. They'll yeah. be screaming and carrying on like toothpicks. Yeah. Yep. But no, fair enough. It's, it's it's the way it is, and and things are adjusting. And yeah, my business is like I'm, I'm changing. The business is still wild, yeah, you know, wild local. We still do seafood. I still got a lot of great contacts out there. I still can source what I require to run the shop. Sometimes not as finely as I want, but I, I've got to adjust that. That's my job. I have to adjust the situation. But then we're going into more food side. So we're giving people more options and we, we're changing the profile of the shop in a way we, we got more food than seafood. So we're value-adding all the time to try and survive in the system. And yeah. it's only going to get more because there's a lot of people can't get workers. There's a lot of businesses. There's a lot of departments and industries that can't source workers to do a simple job. Mm. Nervous so times ahead, Dom. The question is things... Things are changing, and we just got to enjoy what we got for however long we are. And the ones that end up in that box, and people go to their wake, doesn't make a difference to them. You know, no, people jumping up and down about money, but how much money can you have? How much money do you need to be happy? How Enough much to money buy a cabin cruiser. No, if Mar- <laughs> Marty would buy more conquests and edges to oh, go with no. his twenty-five, he's got. I, I can't believe... Actually, if I, if I was going to be a burglar, I'd probably raid his house. He'd need, for the, he needs to be an octopus to use him, mate. He's got that many rods yeah, and reels. Yeah, but the thing is, I reckon there's some things there that he doesn't want to use, and I'll probably just put on my collection. Then I was with Beck being away for three weeks, and she's coming back, thank Christ, on Monday. Where's she but, been? Um, oh, she, she hasn't been home for four years with COVID, so she's gone home and caught up with all her friends and mum and dad and all her brothers and everything down in Melbourne, so she's been running, running around all over the place down there between the Grampians and on the north side. And Are you yeah, still wearing the same clothes as the day you took her to the airport? <laughs> Unfortunately, Marty, I'm at that age where I can't wash, I can't clean, I can't cook. I He's can't, wearing uh, none. He's oh. just in an apron. <laughs> It's now uh, called shriveled wild local prawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love your work. Dom, we're going to leave you while you're on a high, buddy. You have a wonderful uh, week. I'm always on a high, mate. You I'm are. on a high. So, yeah, we just get, we only got 10 days left and the season's open again. Dude, we're not even thinking about day. it, mate. Haven't mentioned it. Didn't even know. <laughs> uh, I just, we, we just, yeah, just itching to get going. But, yeah, like I said, I was going through and I started cleaning the lures up. And I got some boxes filled up. It's crazy. I've got to stop. Marty, you start. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. Did you buy any lures this week? I got some dempsters. Oh, did you buy that, um, the five set of the four inch? Yeah. Oh, it's good. what price? No, don't don't say that. But they were, uh, he started them at a really good price. Beautiful lures. Good nick, too. Yeah, they were, they were nice. And I ended up, oh, there was them. Uh, yeah, no, no, I just. I don't know. I, I, I've just been there. Yeah. Mate, Actually, if I've he... Got a, if I've he, got a good batch of Rapalas the other day, too. Yeah, nothing wrong with them, mate. Love the Rapala. Yeah, I've got the Minnow Wraps. you got, got a full set. If you wait for them Dempsters to come back around with the with the market, like you got them very, very cheap. But uh, four years... No, five years ago, that, that set there would have gone for 450 bucks. So Yeah, but I'm not... I'm not you know, Beck's going, oh, maybe it's my retirement later. Who knows? But I, I've got a, I've worked out a sort of display to put up inside the shop. 
Oh, good. oh, that so, would look great, mate. That was bloody. Um... Yeah, I've got one wall there. I've got to. I've got to make it out of Perspex and 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 make it that they. Yeah. And no, do you know what will happen good. with that, Dom? You're going to get customers come in, or or, or people who go, oh, I've got timber lures like that. Do you want some? And you'll go, yeah. no, you keep them, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Right answer. All right, yeah. all right, hey, Dominic. Have a good day, everyone. Enjoy and um, enjoy the water. It's it, we're we're just in a good place that we can enjoy it all, and hopefully, um, the kids at that age that they're ready to get going and we'll get the big boat out. Might have to put a new donk on the back. What do you recommend? Ooh. Yummy, Merc. Either either, mate. Yeah, we, both, lo- both we love our beautiful. yammies. The Mercs do an awesome job too, mate. It's yeah, I, I love my yammy. But I love yeah. like, like the blokes who uh, have their Mercs. They absolutely yeah, love them. Yeah. And then you got the Suzuki and the Hondas, and the, yeah. it's just like wow, they're pretty good motors. It's like women, eh? Everyone's got a different taste. Yep, yep. Fair See enough. You, See you, buddy. See you, Dom. Bye. Ciao, mate. Have a good one. There's Dom from Wild Local up there in Ingham. Yes, indeed. He is turned into a lure collecting nut and rod, Loomis rod. Can well, it, what a great idea putting them up in the shop. That'd look good. He'd get some, and he will get people going. Do you want well, some you, more? You get a lot of people calling in just to check them out. Yeah, I've got some really old oh, ones, but they're some signed. Someone's written on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Some like Edward's written on this one. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good that he can, he's going to display them because, like my little collection, it's not as like it used to be. They're just tucked under a bed in a box. Yeah. Yep, and yep. if you were to sell them, they'd some pretty good. Well, then no, it's not it's not our number ones no more. Nah, like I've got. We so, can't no more because everything used to be about the garage sales. Yeah, and right. you and I are here. But I, I like like yourself. I've got some lures that were given to me by um, some special people that uh, a special lure that will never ever. Well, like birthday presents and, and stuff, Gaz. I sell them. Yeah, I know you do because they don't swim. I wanted so, so, to so, use for the, it. I gave Gary this beautiful timber lure, and, and saw, uh, six I, months later, he forgot about it and it was on eBay. Well, it didn't like, swim. That was wasn't <laughs> it? Didn't swim. It wasn't old. It was brand new. Yeah, it, it broke my heart. It Gary. wasn't a thirty-year-old lure. I didn't lure. sleep for a week. Tossed yeah. and turned. I bought it back off the bloke. Broke my heart just for you. No, you. Didn't. I did give you that lure back. Don't. Don't. I gave you that lure back that you gave me all those years ago, that orgy. Remember you gave me an orgy? I love that lure. That, did, did you know that lure, the true worth, story? Worth $150 and you bleated that much that I said, here, have it back. <laughs> well, Ray Lafferty and I, behind the uh, behind the, um, uh, the the museum down the strand there, there used to be, years ago, there used to be pontoon. Yeah. And uh, off the pontoon there was this little light. And Ray and I were about 16 years old or whatever and rode down there on our push bikes and everything. That's what we used to do. That was our thing. And um, and I'm flicking a lure and then I'm bringing it past and this bar has come scorching out from the pontoon and it's engulfed this orgy and uh, swallowed it down. And um, and he, he wasn't sure. Well, he was a good fish. He was about 85 or whatever and um, didn't have a gaffer in that. And some poor old Ray, he had, he, um, who's like same height as you, about three foot two. And um, so I, I held three on. three times as wide. I... <laughs> Sorry, Ray. <laughs> I held onto his legs, and he bent over, and he and he jaw gripped this barrel and dragged it up. And um, it's, it happened yesterday. Have you still got that lure? Or did you sell it? 
No, I actually moved it on. Yes, you sold it. Because you whinged, because you knew how much it was worth a hand-signed orgy. After you gave it to me, and a year later you bleated that, oh, and I gave it you back, and then you You've sold had a few it. Andes at orgies, haven't you? So, so, so there you go. Don't D- you try and twist this. <laughs> broke my heart. I was in tears for a week. Sold it. <laughs> Sold that lure, you bleated back. Do you see what he does, little narcissist? He twists, he twists my attack on him. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, enjoy this song. I don't even, I don't think I've ever played this guy on this station before. Don't panic, Adam Puse. It's a decent song. (laughs) We'll be back soon. (laughs) Yeah. 
the gospel that's yeah. given to all, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm Brother Brad. And I'm Brother Barry Man. Hallelujah, brothers. Well, it's all under hallelujah. <laughs> gospel, brother. Gospel. Gospel, boys. Praise in soul. Tune in every Sunday from 6 a.m. And you will be blessed. Only on your deadly station, 4K1G. Too deadly. The Holy Ministries with the Hallelujah Brothers. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Townsville's 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman. <laughs> down to the streets. I will draw. I heard it on my radio. Mixing up a deadly variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. If you're serious about tools, then you need Toolbox. Tool the biggest brands like Makita, Milwaukee, King Chrome, and always at the best price. Shop at Townsville's only locally owned tool store. 704 Ingham Road, The Bowley. Toolbox. Tool the biggest brands at the best price. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. 
Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Rain is on the way, so be prepared for country to change. Flood water can be dangerous, so have a yarn to your mob about staying off flooded roads and away from stormwater drains. Whether you're on the roads or close to home, going near flood water is never a good idea. Make a plan to keep your mob safe and remember, if it's flooded, forget it. For more information, head to qld.gov.au slash floodwater safety. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Another disaster ready tip brought to you by Townsville City Council. There are several things you can do now to minimise potential damage to your home and property during a cyclone or storm. Check the condition of your roof and fix loose tiles, eaves and screws. Clean gutters and downpipes so water can drain away quickly. Trim trees and overhanging branches. Be disaster ready. Visit disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au for more information. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It's the gospel that's given to all, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm Brother Brad. And I'm Brother Barry Man. Hallelujah, brothers. Well, it's all under hallelujah. <laughs> gospel, brother. Gospel. Gospel, boys. Praise in song. Tune in every Sunday from 6am and you will be blessed. Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G <laughs> oh. Fishing Show. That's because we're stuffing around, but we're back and we're ready to give some prizes away. You want to give me that sheet with numbers on it, please, mate? There's a, I will indeed. A heap of, mine. There's a heap to give away today. Yes. Great prizes too to give away. Yeah. What are you giving away first? Mate, um... Their prizes are behind you there and so's the... I have indeed. Let's give away uh, one of our Iron Man bags. What, which one? Uh, I'll grab the first one that comes to mind. There's one. Uh, we've got one of our awesome bragmas. That's the crabber. That's the crabber. Scotty with his crabby, crabber gear, his crab controller and his brag match. You can get it at the Tackle World stores. We've got a bottle of red. Down we've there on the coast. An Australian buff. Set yes. of eagle claw hooks, some decals and a Milwaukee, Milwaukee stubby holder. Beautiful. Cool All price. right. I'm going to spin the barrel. Go for it, my friend. There we go. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine, number nine, number nine is Keith. Keithy. Jump on the phones, Keith. You've won yourself an awesome prize bag with uh, thanks to Crabber and Rid. There's some insect repellent in there from Rid. I think there's some eagle claw hooks. There's buffs. There's Milwaukee stubby holders. Um, bits and pieces for everyone. So number nine, which is Keith. 
jump on the phones now. You have won yourself that awesome prize bag thanks to uh, all our sponsors that give us bits and pieces to give away. Yes. Which I will be going through today and tomorrow when I uh, clean my shed out. See what uh, there could be stuff in there that I there could be lures fifty years old in some of the boxes of goodies that are up in the top of my shed. Ah, beautiful. That I don't know of. Number nine, Keith, jump on the phone. You've won yourself an awesome prize. Four seven two double four eight two four. There he is. Keith's rung in now. Go He's ringing now. Beautiful. Oh, press the press the little orange flash. Yeah. Do you know what? Good morning, do- fishing show. Uh, morning, it's Keith here. up for the prize I won. Yeah, good on you, Keith. Well done, mate. You can pick that up any time after 11 a.m. this morning from our sponsor at Tackle World. Yep, cool. Right, thank you. Appreciate it. Good, good on, on you, bro. You, Keith. Have a good one, mate. There we go. This yeah. Keith. And speaking of Tackle World, good range of lures for barra season coming up. Um, awesome range if you like timbers. They've got some nice timbers in there, plastics, soft they plastics. They have heaps in there and they have some of the unusual brands that you don't see um in a lot of other shops um which makes it really really cool what are you giving away now marty mate let's have a look in the porter townsville bag uh we have a porter townsville hat we have a uh, awesome barrel lure uh we've got a set of a, um, eagle claw hooks we've got some uh a bit of information we've got a buff in there we've got a stubby cooler and um, we've got a excellent little uh, Port of Townsville drink bottle. Awesome. Righto. Here we go. We have number 13. 13, let me go through the lists. 13, 13 is Simon. Jump on the phone, Simon. You've won yourself the awesome Port of Townsville bag. Thanks to the gang at Port of Townsville. Just uh, keep an eye out for updates on the uh, channel widening and the rock wall work and all that type of stuff and look out for uh, all their bits and pieces. Yeah, Number 13, which is Simon. So jump on the phone, Simon. You've won yourself an awesome bag from the Port of Townsville and thanks to them for their goodies they give us. Yep. So, yeah, nice, quiet, um, tidy up the shed weekend for me. Oh, good. I did the extremities of it the uh, last weekend. Yep. This week I'm getting into the cupboards. The and extremities. That. Yeah, just the, the inside of it. And then just all the bits and pieces that are stacked up on the mezzanine floor that we can give away to people. Yes. Um, next week, um, being our Barra special, our bags will be Barra bags. Hooked apparel gear, um, Rapala gear, Samaki gear. Oh, very um, good. Eagle claw. Beautiful. Some pieces. Hey, I think we got Simon. Good morning, fishing show. Oh, fish on, fish on, it's Simon. Hey, Simon, are you still out on the water? Yes, mate, yes, the Trevally are going off. We, we, we're trying to get some mackerel, but the Trevally are beating them to it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a bit of Trevally fun. Yeah, it's great, mate. I mean, some of the white cats have just started, but we still have a fun, mate. Oh, hey, good job. Hey, Simon, uh, we know uh, you're part of the uh, RSL Fishing Club. Yeah, and uh, when do when are your meetings? When can if, if people want to jump on the RSL? What sort of where are your meetings? Obviously at the RSL. What day? Yeah, every uh, second Saturday of, of of the month. Yep. And um, just from uh, you know eleven forty five in the morning, we um, ha- have a meeting, and then um, after our meeting, we go downstairs and we do like a heap of meat trays, seafood trays, and RSL vouchers. Ah, oh, good stuff, mate. We'll have to, uh, when you're not on the water fishing, we'll have to give you a ring um, and have a good chat to you in the studio about it. 
Yeah, no, that'd be great, mate. And, you know, it's, it's a, the club's open to all families and juniors. And, um, you know, we have obviously a lot of veterans in the club. And it's, it's really good to get, you know, get away with the, fa- the families and, um, and the juniors and, and, and makes, a, makes a big difference, yeah. Good on you, Syme. Thanks, guys, and thanks for the port and um, great show. Thanks, for me thanks mate. You'll be able to pick that up at Tackle World during the week. Beautiful. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Simon. See you, yeah, mate. Bye. Bye. There's Simon from the RSL. Sounds good, mate. You meet on a uh, Saturday morning at 11.45, and then by 4 o'clock you're blind drunk and you waddle home. Baby. How good's that for a club, Sounds mate? Like awesome. Sort of club. Good family club. Um, got raffles, all sorts of stuff. So uh, hey, Simon will have to be back pretty quick if he's going to do the meat trays today. He'll be back. So the, well, Ten the White o'clock. Cats are just starting to turn up. The meeting start. Oh no, it's the second, second Saturday of the month. Second Saturday. Oh. So just. All just right. Sorry, Put Simon. your horses back on the rack. Sorry, Simon. I was just making sure that you. What are we giving away now, mate? Let's mate? give away our second Iron Man bag. Uh, we're giving away uh, an awesome uh, barrel decal sticker lure holder that you put on your esky or on the side of your boat or on the console, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. Thanks to our team from Fiber Finish, we're going to give away a couple of stubby coolers. There's a um, fish measuring sticker decal in there from Tackle, Tackle World and a set of Eagle Core Gang. Righto, we have a number 59. 59. 59 is Troy. Jump on the phone, Troy. You've won yourself this awesome prize from Fibre, Finish, Eagle Claw, Tackle World, bits and pieces of everything in there. Beautiful. So uh, jump on the phone. She's all yours. Thanks to our sponsors again, uh, Rising Sun Marine. Uh, thank you. We're going to be talking to Fran soon um, from Motor Marine and obviously... Um, uh, Paulie, if you've got any batteries or anything that you want to get set up, any red arc and, and everything. Uh, ju- well, during the week I had um, Alliance Electrical come around and do yeah. a cha- put a changeover switch in for me, which is for my generator. Oh, beautiful. So if we have a cyclone, I can plug it in. They cleaned a few air cons for me, the gang at Alliance. So uh, excellent. Awesome. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, it's Troy. Hey, Troy. Congratulations, buddy. You've won that really cool prize. Thank you very much. No dramas. It'll be ready to go for you any time after 11 o'clock this morning from our sponsors at Tackle World. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Bye. Good on you, Troy. Bye. Yeah, awesome. And our last one, my friend, is our... Um, $25 Tavern, Tavern Meat. Thanks to Mal and the gang at Tavern Meat. Yeah. Mal the Crate Man. Don't forget, if you need your boat wrap, high signs, uh, Billy's designing an Awesome, awesome flathead for them guys at the moment. They do incredible work. My um, my rap has uh, they last forever. So give Kai Signs a call as well. All right, you're shoot, right, buddy. Oh. Yep. Tab we have a number 82. 82, 82 is Daryl. Daryl, give us a call, Daryl. Jump on the phones, Daryl. You've won yourself a $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. You'll be excited to go through all the old boxes and see what turns up there. Yeah, mate, I've got a fair bit of... um, You forget what you've got. Well, what happens with... Daryl's ringing. Yep. What what happens, we get um, spoiled by a lot of companies and I end up... grabbing out of the closest box so i've got to go through all the boxes yeah yeah because i know there's a heap of rapala lures which will be awesome for the uh barra special next week so oh that would be fantastic yeah good morning daryl good morning oh <laughs> who was that daryl Hanna. he's had a sex change nothing oh. wrong with that it's pretty normal these days daryl Yeah, it's pretty common, eh? Yeah, it is indeed. It is indeed. Hey, uh, you've won this awesome Tavern Meats voucher, $25. Yeah, 
Thank you. It's Kayleen, by the way. No, oh, no happy birthday. Well, yeah, could you see Gary's his head's tilted like a dog trying to understand what's going on? No. You're getting all nervous. Yeah, I thought, what have I done now? <laughs> Daryl's usually straight on there. Your birthday today? Yes. Happy birthday. 21, he tells me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 21, he wishes. <laughs> Have a nice day. Thank you. Thanks, Kayleen. You'll be, you know the drill. That'll be at uh, Tackle World for you whenever you come into town. Yeah, thanks a lot, eh? Appreciate that, it. That's right. Hopefully he spoils you and have a lovely day today. Thanks a lot, Ace. Okay, Kayleen. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I know. I thought Daryl would ring it. Well, Daryl can be a female. you got Daryl yeah, Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I spoke to Daryl, wrote the number. I met a Lincoln female, a lady called Lincoln, which was strange. I haven't heard that one before. But Isn't that a welder? No. Lincoln welders? Could be, or a president. Yes, true. That's true, it. true, true. Hey, it's past 10 o'clock. We have just gone from 24,000 listeners to 7,000. Because there's nothing to give away. Nothing to give away. Gone. So, uh, hey, guys, thanks for joining me Thanks, Marty. Awesome morning. Don't forget, next week is our huge Barra special with Jesto and Reese Bullymore. Indeed. Do not change the station because the station plays some really, really good bloody music, some uh, awesome Indigenous stuff, some awesome current stuff. Um, So don't don't be in a rush to change because there's really, really good stuff on here. Give it a go. All right, guys, I will see you uh, next week. To our listeners, as always, as Gaz and I say, drive safe on the highway, look after yourselves. We need you back here next week with us. God bless and thanks for listening.